Yeah, it was good, everybody. Welcome back to the bar. Oh no, I just I'm sorry, y'all. I just got done recording Barbershop Mentality Podcast, so my mind is still in that state. Welcome to Smart Mentality Podcast, where we talk about all wrestling all the time. <laughs> yeah, and I'm here with my man's JD. How you doing, homie? It's good, man. Still recovering a little bit from Vegas, but I'm I'm pretty much back to normal now. Right. I also got a special guest, my uh, my big brother. We talk about him a lot here on the podcast. Uh, Kenny, how's it going, man? Pretty good, man. I'm finally on here. Uh, I guess you could consider me to be the Brock Lesnar of podcasts. You know, up here whenever I want to appear. But um, <laughs> no, besides how long that, how long did it take you to come up with that? <laughs> I thought about it all day today. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me on here. Um, you guys have been doing a fantastic job, especially, you know, having me on your 18th episode. And, uh, you know, glad to be here. Yeah, that's your number. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, 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 we definitely had to do it because, uh, you know, this weekend we were in Vegas and we saw Double or Nothing in person. Um, unfortunately, Kwame couldn't make it um, just due to, you know, some personal yeah. going on. But uh, everything's cool now, though. But we will recount our experience and, you know, just talk about the show later. Um, but, yeah, so but, but, but first off, we wanted to talk about... Uh, yeah, I guess we can leave off with that, right? With, yeah, with we can. Yeah, you know, I, I'll tell my perspective from watching it on, on TV. Yeah, because I'm curious because, you know, you, you obviously we weren't watching it from, you know, on TV. But, like, what was your perspective on it? Um, I enjoyed it. There were some things that I thought were overhyped and some things I thought were, was great. Uh, I, I still don't like Jim Ross commentary. I don't give a fuck with the wife's I, I, don't, I don't care for it, man. It's because it's he ha- he's not like he used to be, and it hasn't been like that for a long time. And, you know, Jim Ross, when he did the New Japan stuff on Axis, he sound lost as hell. No, I was going to say, though, like, you have to admit, based off, like, uh, you know, he did sound lost as hell, like, that last pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But from this one, I believe, like, he took the time to actually, like, learn people's names, like, understand, like, where their story was and everything. Yeah. But and again, like you were the one who watched from like a um, perspective from like the pay per view mm-hmm. from TV, so you'll definitely know a lot more than what me and JD would know because we watched the show live. Yeah. So again, do you feel like he kind of did a better job as far as like the New Japan stuff went? He definitely or? did a better job. You know, he didn't have to struggle pronouncing people's names. He didn't get moves names wrong. It's just he's it's not the same Jim Ross, and that's what and that's why I'm you know. I don't get that everybody's saying that, oh, yeah, good old JR and shit, you know. I'm like, it's not I mean, JR, think, man. That's... I think people just like hearing his voice more so than anything. Yeah. It's like hearing hearing his voice reminds them of the past. And, you know, I, I get it, but I also Like a nostalgia thing. Yeah, 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 and basically. I forgot the other two niggas I was with him. Uh, I, uh, I didn't. <laughs> damn. You see, that's the issue, too. It's like, you know, going into the show, like, you know some people mainly from like the WWE product, mm-hmm. some from like TNA, and some from New Japan wrestling. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I figured the reason why they had this type of show was because like they got 
like a chance to get to know other people and if you kind of like their style like their look and everything well, like that. well i was I going more so on the commentary the people oh yeah of course oh yeah of course of course i, I just meant in that yeah. aspect as well too because i don't really like yeah the two other guys i don't even remember the names right now but like uh i figured the the lucha um the guy with the mask mm-hmm. or so like i felt like he did a pretty good job yeah like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I forgot his name though, so I'm sorry. But uh, you see how much we we prepare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I mean, I know y'all missed the battle royal and stuff. I'll watch a little bit of it when we're on the line. Yeah. So I, I guess basically, from from our perspective, like we we were we could have gotten on the line early. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was you know, we were we were kind of yeah we were trying to get into like some pool parties and shit. So we we ended up kind of like just going around the time the show started or around the time the pre-show started, and the line was incredibly long by that point. So we had you know we ended up just watching what we could of the battle royal on my phone. Yeah, and I you know I didn't catch all of it. I think I caught we caught like the end like by the the end was happening as we got seated but um you for, know i don't i don't necessarily think we missed much you for know? the, for the like, most part uh, for the most part I, it was just there to like you said earlier to introduce people and that's what it was supposed to do and i yeah. I, I, I thought it was fun i did too like yeah. i actually like went back and watched it like yeah. i think it was free on youtube or something it is, yeah. um pretty much the way they started because like the first things first is like i guess the battle royale uh which was um i totally forgot what they called it i guess it's the oh yeah the 21 man casino battle royale uh-huh. which the rules were like i, I kind of like the way the rules went because they actually released people in groups instead of like one-on-one yeah oh and really kind of released okay. like the final guy because the way they broke it up i think they broke it up into like the um the suits like it was the clubs the diamonds the uh spades mm-hmm. and mm. the hearts i so, had no idea that was even a thing. oh no no I, I didn't no no that's like, that's, you know, that's I, what I, back, I thought it was man. good i thought it was cool yeah yeah like and um <laughs> and basically like I guess one of the uh, main issues I had with it was that, like, you know, as people kind of did, like, their cool moves, like, I think with the Joe Janela spot with the cigarette being burnt on his head, they didn't, like, like, uh, seize, like, that moment as far as, like, you know, like, it happened, and then, like, a second later, they're showing someone else, like, either, like, another cool spot happened or, like, someone getting tossed over the ropes. So I didn't think they took the time to, like, you know, say, hey, this is happening. But at the same time, I get they were on like a um schedule, like they probably had to get everything done within a certain amount of time. Yeah, they they definitely do. It. Like that's what happened at uh, All In and shit. Uh, you know, with their yeah. pre-show, because well, yeah. well, their pre-show was was on TV, was on WGN, um, because that that station is ran in Chicago, so you know All In was in Chicago and shit. Oh, and so it was, yeah, it was basically yeah. the same scenario, yeah. But, yo, some of the guys, though, like, it actually made me interested, like, especially the guy named uh, Luchasaurus. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing about this dude. Yeah. But, like, I seen the Luchasaurus. look at, Like, yeah, Luchasaurus. Yeah, um, he, looks, he looks dope, yeah. He's like a dinosaur. Yeah. That's what I was like. They had a lot of guys that I recognized. Like, they definitely had Glacier. They had, um... <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he had frostbite now. Oh my god, I can't believe him. And he did some fucking move where like he he sprayed mist into someone's eyes and it froze. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did he used to do that in WCW or? I don't recall. I I don't even remember. I remember. I remember him in WCW only because he looked like Sub Zero, and that's it. That's it too. Like I remember him <laughs> from the game. I remember him from like a few matches here and there, but that's about it. Yeah. That's, but, that's that's yeah, but no, yeah, I I like the uh I know the the highlight of the battle royal is Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I remember my brother like Kwame was showing me like you know yeah. how like it was going down. I was like, who the hell is Orange Cassidy? Yeah, and he showed me like the YouTube clip. I was like, get the fuck out of here! Is he really doing kicks right now? Like, people are I don't even think I saw that. Like, Did you the see the super, the super kick? He was like, oh. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I think the only thing I remember from it was like, I, I saw the spot where Ty Dillinger came out, or whatever his, his real name is. Um, uh, what is it? Like Sean, Sean something? Sean Spears. Sean Spears, Spears. Yeah. Spears yeah. So I, I saw him come out, so I kind of popped for that. Of, you mm-hmm. know, just, you know, it was like, oh, it's a WWE guy. And then, uh, you know, I saw a couple of other things, and then obviously I saw the finish. But, yeah, I guess I, I got to go back and skim that then. Yeah, no, no, it, it for, the, for the most part, it was like, good. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah. But um, so other than that, uh, did, did anything else stick out for, from your perspective on the, um, on the TV? And- Tommy, Tommy Dreamer is, is cool. You know, it, I thought it was dope that he helped put over a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. Even though he he was beating them, but he was beating he he beat them after they did their like spots to him. Yeah, right. it's kind of like a throwback <laughs> to like when he you know when he was getting those headshots. It's like you know, may I please have another? It almost looked <laughs> yeah. similar to like you know how everyone was kind of lining up to get those headshots from him as well too with like yeah. the trash lid. So I kind of like that little dig, like you know. Yeah, and and it reminded me of when C- remember when CM Punk was talking about on the podcast that uh, they was in the Royal Rumble, and Rusev was coming in right, and he mm-hmm. told Rusev to do something to him, and Rusev wanted to like stomp him or punch him. He said, "No, fool, you gotta do a move, you know, get something to hype the crowd up because you know, you know, you know, something like that, right?" And so basically, like. That's what Tommy Dreamer was doing. He was like, "Yo, do your move. What, what is what is what is something you're known for?" And, you know, and you had the Sunny Kiss nigga, the, the, oh, uh, the yeah. gay dude. I was like, "Yo, Tommy, <laughs> he's a braver braver dude than I am, man. I don't know if I could take ass shots like that." <laughs> but hey, clap, clap, I got clap. I got clap. Yeah, he he did that. So did you did you see that, JD? Nah. All right, so I ain't even going to tell you. You got to go. I realize how much of this I missed, yo. Yeah, but it, I mean, matter of fact, I'll tell you. Fuck it. <laughs> so, um, you ever seen those Brazilian dancers whenever they, like, uh, they put their feet on, like, a dude's shoulders and then they bring their head and they keep smacking their ass with their face and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So he did that to Tommy Dreamer. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, look, you know, that's the sunny kiss, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and dude is nice, but it was it was yeah. cool though, man. It was it yeah. was it was a cool it was a cool uh, battle royal. 
and uh, I'm sure we'll still talk about like you know the main man that like you know actually like during this whole like battle royale too, which was um, MJF. Yeah. Which um, what's his nickname uh, now, JD? Oh wait, isn't that like Friedman? Yeah, like, that, Friedman. <laughs> I was just making fun of him because I was like, I don't know who this guy is, and his name is spelled like you know like Friedman, so I was just calling him Friedman. Y'all gotta watch time. Being the Elite, man. Yeah. No, I mean, well, I mean, like I said, like yeah. I didn't know anything about this guy until like I seen what he can do. Yeah. And it made me a lot more interested the, now, so I'm dude, definitely gonna go back and watch some yeah, more of his. I mean, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna say like, if, from my perspective, like, even though I, I haven't seen a lot of his in-ring work, like, I, I will say they, they did a good job, like later on in the show. Yeah, later on, we'll talk about it later on. But for now, he actually yeah, yeah, yeah. did yeah. like command a presence of like, oh, in, hey, I'm that dickhead. So in, in ring, yeah. he's in ring. I haven't seen much of him, but on being the elite comedy-wise, he outshines everybody. Cody, the Bucks, really? uh, okay. Kenny, all of them. He outshines all of them, yo. He's all right, got to check that out then. Yeah, like, okay. and, and if you watch, I don't know if y'all remember, but uh, if you remember, like, back to the, the the Elite's press conferences and stuff, when they was talking about the uh, All Elite press conferences and all that, the one in Vegas, they had one in uh, Jacksonville. And then they mm-hmm. had the big guy out there, the, the, the big guy running StarCast. Um... Mm-hmm. Fun fact: He's married to Ric Flair's daughter, not not uh, Charlotte, but the other daughter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, But anyway, MJF was there, and he was always talking shit to him. He kept calling him tons <laughs> of fun, like <laughs> turkey tits, turkey tits. Yeah, that's MJF. So yeah, he, he's do- he's dope. I like him. All right, yeah. So what's next? Interesting. Um, but uh, what what about the rest of the show? No, no, we're no, we're talk, going through the matches, I believe. Yeah, so yeah, like, so uh, so we'll, we'll, oh, okay, okay, so when y'all so I, when I y'all finally got in, was, um, go it ahead. was uh, I mean, basically these two guys I didn't really know too, but like the names were uh, Kip Saban mm-hmm. and uh, Sammy Guerrero. Oh, Sammy Gu- uh, Guerrero, whatever. He's the uh, AAA, uh, what you call it? He's the, he's, yeah. he's, the, he's, the, he's the, one of the AAA champions. I can't remember. Oh, really? Yeah, he's he's those. Sammy Garab, I can't even say his name, but yeah, he's dope. Let's we'll just call him Sammy. Sammy, yeah, that guy, yeah, he, <laughs> he's he's really good. <laughs> no, that yeah, match- from what I saw yeah. of that match, it looked really good. Like I, I went to the bat, like I was just using the bathroom while that match was happening. So, uh-huh. like I, uh, you know, but I did get to see Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, like, yeah, I'm sorry, to cut you. Yeah, no, you good? You good? Oh, no, no, it was just, it- I was just saying, seemed good. No, it really was dope. And I was going to say, for instance, too, like pretty much this was the first match that we actually got to like get into the arena and watch. <laughs> uh, funny story leading up to that as well, too. Um, pretty much when I bought the tickets for everyone to go like to Vegas, we basically had last row because the way the ticket system work from like the MGM Grand sucks. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, telling you, this shit was trash. Like we tried to get tickets the first day that we went on sale. Yo, I was and, waiting. I couldn't even get in the line to buy. I mean, to yeah. to put my name on the email list. You know, so for y'all niggas that actually was able to get into the tickets, it was even worse. Like it was just, it made no it sense. Terrible. Yeah, because like I don't know if you guys talked about it like in one of your earlier shows or so about like the whole ticketing system worked, but it was just just straight up trash. But the way I ended up having to get if the tickets was from StubHub, 
but the only ones that were sold that was able to keep like the six of us because it was like six of us going to like the event like all together mm-hmm. pretty much the only ones that was available were like the ones in the very last row so i'm like man you know it's whatever at least we get to check out the show and everything like that and we did pay for like marked up price um tickets which is cool you know it, it wasn't that that bad so basically going through like the metal detectors and everything through that giant ass mile line that ended up going all the way outside of the casino and then like back out and everything like that we finally get in and i get stopped by like the ticket lady and she's telling me, oh, you know, you got to go to, like, special assistance. I was like, fuck, did I buy some fake-ass tickets from this place? So I was thinking that in the back of my mind. I went to go talk to special assistance, and they were like, you know, you guys got, like, um, seating where, like, it's obstructed view, like, with, the, like, either the lights or the fireworks and whatnot. So I was like, damn, like, I paid all this money just to, like, you know, have something that's, like, you know, blocking our view from, like, the main match. It's like, oh, no worries. Like, we'll just, uh, you know, um, put you in different seats. So he's telling us, oh, you're sitting all, all the way here. So I was like, in perspective, I didn't know where that was as far as, like, you know, where we were sitting at originally versus, like, where the ring was. So I was like, man, it's much better than, you know, where we had to go. So as soon as we were going to our seats, like, we were going all the way down the stairs. And I'm like, bro, this cannot be real life Yo, right now. Where are we sitting? Yeah. <laughs> you know, where we sat. It was basically like at least one row away from floor seats. Yeah, like, it was like one step, like you know, like we had like two steps down, and then mm. we're at the floor. Oh shit, that's dope. Yeah, like we barely even had to look at the uh, monitor on the top. Like we looked at everything that was in the ring, and any time we had to look at the monitor was with like one of the competitors got knocked outside the ring, and people from the floor were like kind of standing up where you could see like barely anything. So. You know. Yeah, but like those are definitely like out of all the wrestling events I've been to, those are probably like the best seats we've had so far. Oh, that's dope. Like, yeah. yeah. So we, we got kind of lucky with that. I mean, this ain't no seats better than the the time we went to the Bronx, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like you dudes get smacked. Yeah, yeah, spit flying at you and everything. Yeah. But, well, yeah, but yeah, continue, special, man. But like for, I mean, for for like a bigger. I know. A bigger I was style joking, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty dope. Yeah, that's, but that's as dope. far as like, I guess the actual match went with Kip and Sammy. You know, it was pretty good. Like, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I just wish I knew more about them so I'd get more into it. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like, you know, there was, like, enough packages or anything of that nature to, like, get me behind either or. That's Like, true, I didn't even know yeah. who was, like, face or hill. Yeah, that's like, that's true. You got to, you got to, um, I, I know being there is different. But you also, even if you're watching on TV, if you don't know shit, you just don't know shit. Like, it's, it's, it's some things that happen there in the show. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. I think I know exactly what oh, I'm no. talking about. Oh uh, yeah, too. oh yeah, we'll, get, we'll definitely get to that. <laughs> but what you call it? Uh, yeah, you know, it 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 definitely would help once they get their TV deal and, sh- and stuff like that, where you can actually see it weekly and all that. Because you know, it's mm-hmm. it's things. Even when I'm watching like New Japan or Ring of Honor, I don't watch it weekly. But when I watch like the biggest shows and stuff, I don't know the storylines of what's going on. And so I try to go to YouTube or listen to podcasts that other people talk about. Tell me what the hell is happening, and I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. 
Sure. You know, and you're doing your due diligence and like the research and whatnot to like get a better understanding for these characters, yeah. which is good. So, yeah, and they they usually do a pretty good job of like explaining it. And it's like obviously since we were there in person, it, like it was a little bit harder because we didn't get the commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, like it's still you know like they did a pretty good job telling stories in the ring with, with you know especially you know further down the card to where it's like you don't really need need to know. And, uh, like, the way I always saw this event was, like, an exhibition anyway. So it's kind of like, here's what we bring to the table in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, obviously once they get to the TV stuff, we have kind of more of a, a base understanding of, okay, like, this guy is kind of a heel, this guy is kind of a face, this is a wild card, and, here, you know, here's some other people that you might see. Um, so, yeah. you know. It'll be fine. All right, but, so uh, you guys want to go so to yeah, the that, next so match? That the, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was basically the whole pre-show, right? And then the, the main card started right after, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. So it started okay. with uh, SoCal Uncensored, which considered, um made up of SB. Christopher Daniels, uh, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky versus um, these guys, which, again, I'm not too... I mean, I haven't heard of these guys, but apparently they're called the Strong Hearts, mm-hmm. which is oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I butcher these names, I'm sorry, guys. Please don't hate me. But it's uh, I guess Semi, uh, T Hawk, and L Lindeman. Oh yeah, yeah. I so. forgot one of them was named T Hawk. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's dope, dope. But like, I mean. Overall, this, like you just said, JD, this match itself felt like more of an exhibition match more than anything else. Yeah. So, like, you know, I understand it was like just a fun match to watch, which was indeed fun. I, I did like the spots and everything like that. Um, so there wasn't like a, no, big enough story behind it. But, you know, I figured not every well, match has to have a story. So. It, it wasn't, okay, did y'all, okay, during the, uh, the press conference, you know, it wasn't really a giant story. All it was was, uh, all right, so during the Jacksonville press conference, uh, what's his name? Um, one of the Young Bucks said, you know, we got to deal, we got to work in relationship with this Chinese wrestling group, you know. And then during uh, the the uh, Las Vegas press conference, uh, they want, the owners came out there, you know, and <clears throat> SCU basically challenged them to a match. That was all it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Basically. But yeah, like no, the match was definitely good though. Like um, Christopher Daniels, that dude is nice. Yes. And uh, mm-hmm. um, Kazarian, he's nice as well. I, I haven't seen as much as Scorpio Sky, but he's dope as well. But the only thing that I have against them is that during like the that first AEW press conference or whatever, like the way that they came out was just mad corny to me. So I, I don't know why I was rooting against them. Because of that. No, so they. Like, oh, you no, talking like, about oh, SCU? We're, we're cool because we're. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're cool because we wear sunglasses. Oh, no, that, like, that's not, that. oh man. See, y'all gotta watch being the elite, yo. Cause like oh, yeah. their stick is that they just they're like they're better than you, basically. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I get, I get that. It's just like it was like one of those things. Where I'm just like, oh, yeah. you guys are being mad corny, but like obviously, like I know who they are, so it's yeah. like. 
you know, I didn't hold it against them, but I was just like, I'm gonna <laughs> you know, be, be the rebel and root against them. But yeah, the match was fun though; it was dope. Yeah, it's like because like, so every every time they go to like you know they're on the road, and they go to a new town, they just say it's the worst town they ever been in. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's just funny. Alright. Uh, what was after that? Uh, that after, match what was was the uh, was the women's match after that? Yeah. The one with uh, Kaylee Ray and um uh yeah, it was Kylie was Ray, it was Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Yeah, yeah. I believe they explained what DMD stood for during commentary. I could be wrong, I don't know. Who? Um yeah. and it was also Nyla Rose. Yeah. Now, as they were setting up the match Pretty much, Brandy Rhodes came out, and everybody thinking, "Oh shit!" Like, is Brandy Rhodes gonna just self-insert herself into this match? And yeah. you know, granted, she is good as far as like you know promoting and stuff like that. I figure she got to get like all the women she needs to get and stuff like that. But I don't feel like she was a strong enough wrestler to be placed in this match. So this is like my mentality as she like kind of came out and everything. But she kind of, and I did like this part a lot too because it kind of reminded me of something which I'll definitely mention afterwards too. But as she wanted to say, hey, you know, I don't want this just to be an epic match. I want this to be an awesome match and the music drop for your girl, Awesome Kong. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, yeah, like amazing. Uh, like, up. yeah, I kind of I kind of marked out for that for some reason. I was like, oh, shit. Cause I don't know. I just legitimately wasn't expecting it, but um, yeah, pretty was, much like it. It kind of like reminded me of like the whole New Day segment of like when they were coming out like during that one WrestleMania, and you had all these tag teams like um fighting for like the yeah, tag yeah. team belts, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, like New Day is gonna self-assert themselves into this match as well too. And out came the Hardys, which everybody lost their minds for. So, yeah, it was definitely like a similar type of pull. I mean, play that they did. But um, overall, though, I thought that, you know, like it, it was it was a cool way to to get some excitement onto that match because, like, you know, I I'm familiar with uh, Dr. Britt Baker and uh, yeah. Kaylee Ray, and I, like I I just you know I saw Nyla Rose during that press conference, but I don't mm-hmm. I haven't seen her rest, uh, really. Yeah, same here too. I, I mean, only I know Kylie Ray. You know, Smiley Kylie. She's 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 essentially Bailey. Uh, and Britt Baker. I know her. That's Adam Cole's fiance. Um, baby. Yeah, you know she's she's a dentist, so that's what DMD means. Um, uh, 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 like she's a real life dentist. Not like she's yeah, like, <laughs> she's uh, a shoot uh, dentist. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh, what would you call it? Yeah. So I mean, I didn't watch the match. I saw I also called and I was like, oh shit, right? And then I started playing two K. Uh, Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, the, the, the match, the match is good. Yeah. No, no, go, go ahead. No, I was gonna say the match was good, but I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like in terms of like the awesome Kong thing, like it was a little disappointing just because like she, she did a couple of things in the match, but she, she, she wasn't really like instrumental into mm-hmm. making that match amazing or anything. Like she had a couple of spots, but um, I, I heard she was in, coming off an injury or. Pregnancy yeah. or some shit. I don't know. I, I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> I don't know. I know it was one of the two. I can't remember. 
It was either I mean, she's. It was either she. She yeah. left WWE because she got pregnant, uh-huh. and it would be funny if it was like it's the same, a similar situation. I don't know, but I, um, I know they said she either came back, she's just coming back from injury, or she's just coming back from pregnancy. I don't remember; it was one of the two, but that's what happened, and that's why we didn't see her a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm fine with it because like it kind of helps put everybody else over. Yeah, but um, you know, it's just like. They made a big deal about it, and then, you know, she was kind of on the sidelines until she had her spots. But, you know, it was fine. Like, it, it served its purpose overall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was going to mm-hmm. say, like, behind the hype, like, from, or at least from the hype that I thought was behind, like, Nyla Rose or so, she kind of didn't really bring it for me. Like, you yeah. Know, same, yeah. Like, okay. I mean, was yeah, there like, really she, hype, or was it just, like, people was I, curious I, I think more yeah, curiosity. That's <laughs> because yeah, it's like you know you have like a transgendered wrestler and like a you know a female like ring. Because uh, you kind of want to see what she can do, you know, as far as like talent goes and what she could bring to the ring. But it was like it, it was nothing, you know. It wasn't nothing that I had not seen from Awesome Kong in that match. Like, you know, with them, like, kind of face-to-face and everything like that. I expected it be, like, a, a barn burner or so, or, like, you know, whatever uh, JR's catchphrases, if you will. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, I, I, I didn't get that feeling from her. Like, she was just, like, you know, she was just a piece in the puzzle as far as, like, that how that match went, so. Yeah, that's true. Basically. You know, it was it was fine. It, it got the job done. Do, uh, Doctor Britt Baker went over, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Did we ever mention like the other winners for the other matches? Sorry about that. Like, so uh, pretty much yeah. Adam Page won the battle royale for the first match. Yeah. And Kip Saban won his match versus Sammy, and SU won their match versus yeah. uh, Strong. So Adam Page was supposed to fight uh, Pac, or formerly known as Neville, for the championship. But um, Neville backed out uh, last minute because uh, apparently what they're saying, which I don't really care two shits about these dirt sheets because they, they all say some dumb shit sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, according to them, he wants to protect his character because he's the champion over at Dragon Gate or some Dragon shit. Gate, yeah. yeah. He's the champion. He didn't want to lose to Adam Page. Um, so and he like, basically like he he really like cares about the the prestige of the Dragon Gate title, so it's like he just doesn't want to jeopardize that while he's holding it, which is understandable. Yeah. So like, that's what the, that's what they're Gate saying. Was, like, the start. So um so so you know Anna so that match got canceled. Anna Page was put into the Battle Royal, which he won, and he gets to face the winner of the Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho match, which we'll come up to in a few. All right, so the next match is uh, a tag team match between best friends uh, mm-hmm. Chuck Taylor and Trent Barretta. I love them, yeah. Versus Angelico and Jack Evans, which I'll be for real. Angelico and Jack Evans, I know from uh, Lucha Underground, and mm-hmm. I know of Trent Barretta from like his previous WWE stint, as well as him being in uh, New Japan. Oh, sorry, New Japan Pro Wrestling. When he was in uh, Rapongi Vice, yeah. but uh, I don't know too much about Chuck Taylor though. So like maybe you guys can 
kind of fill me in with that as well. No, I just know like you know when him and Chucky e. T became a tag team and shit, and that that was about it. That's 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 about it. Which, <laughs> I mean, I'll be for real with you too. Yeah. Like their gimmick is over with the audience. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like them. I like them together. Yeah. All right, we're the best friends. That's but, my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> But in this match, they definitely had some high spots in this one, too. Like, you know, like it was definitely a lot more flips um, than I expected, especially from mm-hmm. uh, Jack Evans, which I believe um, I forgot what his nickname was like in uh, Lucha Underground. But like, I guess apparently he was called like the human video game. Mm-hmm. So like all this crazy stuff he would do, like off the flips, he would take do from like Angelico or so was like pretty spot on. And I barely seen any like botches in this match. Like, I actually yeah, I I, I like both the tag team matches. Those are those are personally my favorites to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like they they made a point about saying that they want their tag division to be on point, and they they put a strong case for that for sure. Yeah, that's that's a fact. So like, how was the energy like when y'all was watching that? It was pretty hype. Like, I I felt like you know more hype. I, like, I remember the hype more for the one with the Lucha Brothers, which we'll talk about later. But um, I think that's just because that was I was the most personally invested in that match. Like that match was like crazy, crazy. But um, yeah, I definitely remember like the crowd coming around because I feel like there was some a lot, a lot of people who weren't as familiar with everybody in the ring. But as the match went on, I I, I noticed the the hype getting a little bit uh, more palpable in the arena. Yeah, the energy was definitely there. Like when people stomped, which you know, the, I can't remember the last time people stomped in the arena or so, but it was like pretty. Like the last, t- the last time I personally remember it was like when, uh, like the Sasha Bailey match at you know NXT, oh, NXT Takeover. Like yeah. First time. yeah, like that. That was the that was the first time and the, like the last time I remember like genuine like stomps. Like yeah, you could just feel the like tight. you could feel the raw energy. Like you could get goosebumps. Like, you start to, like, you know, it is so dope. Like, I can't even explain the emotion. Like, you just had to be there as far as, like, you know, like, uh, what I mean be there, I mean, like, being in, a, like, a live audience crowd. Just what, like, uh, what match I said that was for? Like that. Sorry? What match I said that was for? The stomping? Oh, no, no. Oh, well, it was, um. Sasha Bailey. No, to my AEW. What are you talking about? Oh, for AEW. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember, well, I remember people stomping during... The, uh, uh, the next match we're going to talk about. But um, I, I guess wrapping up this match, uh, pretty much it was the uh, best friends who won. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not going to lie to you. I was lost as shit when uh, the lights turned off. Listen, <laughs> I was watching. <laughs> and when it happened, I was like, what the fuck is this? I forgot about that shit, yo. <laughs> This is exactly what I, this is what I was talking about. See, I had commentary and everything, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, nobody knew. Like, yo, that was like, that was mad fucking weird, yo. I, yo, I dead ass I dead ass blocked that out of my mind. Like until just <laughs> now. The, the, the fucking putty squad showed up out of nowhere. I was like, who the fuck are these jabronis? Like What was like I think it was so. I was so confused about it that I just chose to completely forget that it happened. 
I, 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 yeah, I had no explanation for that shit. Like, uh, I just know that, like, apparently they might have known some yeah. of the guys in the ring, maybe, or I, I, I guess we'll talk about it, like, uh, you know, if we ever look it up. But as for now, that's how that match ended for the tag teams. Um, so I guess should we go on to the next uh, um, yeah. <clears throat> next uh, fight? I guess. Yeah, yeah, they got. I'm sorry. They they got they got to do something better explaining that shit. Oh yeah, they they, they <laughs> certainly do because like I I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Like that shit, I was super lost. But yeah, yeah. On, what's what was the next match? Yeah, next match was um, the uh, Japanese women, which I believe are the Joshis. Which, you know, it's my first Joshi match I actually sat and watched through. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, after I say the names, I'll definitely tell you how I felt about it. But um, pretty much the names, which, you know, again, sorry if I butcher anything, is Haikairu uh, Shida. Uh, Shida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my friend uh, put me on her at work. He said that, you know, because, you know, she's... Uh, well, we'll get into that later. But yeah. All right. Um, next person was uh, Riho. Sorry. And uh, next person was uh, Ryo Mizunami versus uh, Aja Kong, which was like the only yeah. person I knew in this. That's, that's uh, the match. only one I knew. The only person I knew in this <laughs> match. Um, Yuka Sakazaki and Emi, oh, Amy uh, Sakura. So that was like a six women tag team match. Was she the one that was like just like a genie or like? Yeah, I don't know which one it was. But... I forgot which one. Yeah, like because like I because I, I, I was familiar with her. Like I'd seen her before, but I can't remember what you know. I couldn't pair all the names to the faces. But this match, though, like I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. I had a lot more fun than I expected to because I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's just like a lot of high pitch screaming. And <laughs> don't try to call spots in Japanese that like they're probably hoping that nobody understand anything like that. Which you know, I I think we got a bit of that as well too, but we got a lot more fun out of the match as well too. Cause I remember I, I forgot which one it was, but she was kind of hyping the crowd up, and I was thinking to myself, oh, there's no way like a lot of people are gonna go with this. But you know, a lot of people got so hyped into it, and like when I just mentioned about the stomping part. You know, a lot of people were into it. It was like the arena was shaking a bit. Like, I, I definitely had a fun time watching this match. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the girl that you mentioned, too, the one that dressed like a genie, oh, my God. She was floating around the ring like she weighed nothing. Like, she was on the moon. Like, I remember she did, like, a cartwheel move on the top rope. And it basically, she floated. Like, she even flipped. She floated over the ring. I was like, yeah, how the hell is she doing that? And, you know, and then Ajahn Kong, oh, my God. She still got yeah, it. Yeah, she's, she's like, one of the greats, you know. Those chops yeah. echoed throughout the arena. And it, it was, was like, just like one or two. It was like it was blunt like, force. Dude. Blunts, like just blunt force trauma through their chest. Like, oh, my God. Like, I felt those studs, like, hearing that from, like, where we were sitting at or so. I I definitely enjoyed this match a lot more than I expected to. Yeah, no, it was it was good stuff. Yeah, I I saw like the clips of it and I, and I thought it was really good, but you know I skipped this one as well. Ah, uh, you you definitely <laughs> need to go back and watch it. Like, I have no idea what you, you have against women though. That's but not that's not that man. It's you know. No, 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 no. It's 
you know, sometimes it just be boring. But yeah, but this was really good, so I'm gonna go back and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, so pretty much, um, the team who won that match was um, I I totally don't know if they have a team name or so, but it was the ones um that wasn't on Aja Kong's uh, team, so um. So basically, yeah, again, like a, um, that was a, a pretty good match. Yeah. Uh, the next match that came up now, which, um, you know, this one definitely had a lot of story behind as far as, like, you know, like the two of them being brothers. Like, it was like the end of an era type situation. It was just like, you know, talent coming from WWE and starting up with AEW. The match with Cody versus Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, this is this one a lot of people have as like, you know, match of the night. Yeah, I thought I thought it was really like, cool. I, I thought I thought all right, how'd y'all feel about okay, before we get into the match, because I thought I loved the match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so but I got shit on this part. How did y'all feel about the the the, the him doing the chair thing? Oh, with the Triple H symbol and everything. Was, I thought it was corny. Uh, you okay. know? <laughs> all right, all right. Look, look, look. I thought I'll... it was kind of. I thought it was kind of on the nose, but I. I thought it was interesting. Like I kind of was like, oh, I see what he's doing. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course I know what he was doing, but I was like, <sighs> no, same here too. All right, before I get into like the really really good parts about this match, I will get into like the shitty parts leading up to it. It was like at first. I'm thinking to myself, okay, this might be like a typical like WWE match versus like Cody Rhodes and like his brother Dustin Rhodes, mm-hmm. which you know was something that like I got used to seeing, especially after like their match. I think it was like a fast lane, and their match was supposed to be at like um, uh, WrestleMania. I think this match was their WrestleMania moment. Mm-hmm. So you know, getting past that, the shitty parts about it. So I. I actually did like the on the nose thing with the triple h thing or so but like you think it to yourself if you see this this is almost like a you know screw you wwe thing Mm -hmm. and it kind of had like some face tendencies you know or at least from my perspective Mm -hmm. but then when you know when his wife um did what she did to like dustin that was like you know a hill tactic right Mm -hmm. so i could see it kind of be a little confusing as far as like you know are you the face or are you the hill like i, I was kind of like confused like but the part. person who broke the chair was like the cody that owns See? the company he, he did what triple h does or it's like there's the triple h who runs the company and then there's triple h who runs nxt and then there's triple h who is the wrestler that's the heel here's what so i thought it was like, cheesy all right i know what he was doing but leading up to this Every interview, see, I watched PND Elite. I watched the interviews and shit. All they talk about is, oh, we're not trying to compete with WWE. You know, we're yeah, we're, yeah, we're not. We're, you know, That's we're true. not even thinking about them right now. We're worried about this, this, and that. And as he soon as it come out, the that. first thing this nigga do was was do some some fan service to WWE type shit. And yeah, my, and my <laughs> thing, I thought I was like, "That's fucking stupid." You know, and and that's what I'm just thinking through my head, and I'm like, yo, I thought it was corny. Um, I thought, uh, what you call it? 
like they're trying too much stuff. Yeah, like you okay. know, trying to be too cool or whatever. And a lot of people were just... saying, you know, oh, it was a shot back at Triple H from what his remarks at the Hall of Fame thing, right? And I said, okay, yeah. Triple H only did that because of what they was doing on Being the Elite. They had a whole series of them like basically picking on Triple H, which I thought was hilarious, right? Because you know it was around <laughs> the time where Triple H was trying to sign all of them and shit. So they had Christopher yeah. Daniels dress up as Triple H and going around <laughs> and like beating their ass and shit, to, trying to get them to sign <laughs> contracts. I thought it was fucking hilarious, you oh, know. Man. And so that was, you know, that was a shot at Triple H. I thought was cool, but then you know, and then Triple H said, "Ah, oh, the piss ant company, right?" And then it's like, "Ah, oh, we're not, we're we're not thinking about WWE." Then blah 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 blah. We're not trying to compete. We're trying to do something new, something fresh, and then. You go right back into trying to compete with WWE, and I thought, okay, all right, all right. that's why I didn't like it. I thought it was stupid, but the match was great. I thought I liked the match. Yeah, because like pretty yeah, much you see with uh, Dustin Rose like half painted face or so, mm-hmm. which you know I was kind of wondering, don't he usually like fully paint his face? Is that supposed to mean something or whatnot? But I think one of the reasons why he did it was because I think during one part of the match. Like, he got busted open, and then you see the crimson mask, like, flow throughout, like, his face. So I guess it was going to cover up, like, his other half of his face. Mm-hmm. But uh, little did he know, um, that dude was leaking. <laughs> like, that, that dude was busted. That's a lot of blood, open. yeah. <laughs> I am fucking surprised that dude like, not, did not pass out during uh, this Yeah, you know, at one point, I was like, yo, I, fuck I, the I, match. I was like, is he okay? Yeah, <laughs> my, my coworker said that he was ble- He felt he was bleeding more than Eddie Guerrero did that one time. Do you agree? Yes. Cause I, I don't because I don't know. Like I, I didn't watch the the video broadcast version of it, but I I didn't notice there being that much blood. Dog, like, there I knew was, it was one a lot point where he there was one point where he like got like picked his head up. And you look like you could see like uh like the, it was like a wide shot, so like like he like got up right because his face he was face down on the canvas. He got up and blood just poured down like somebody poured a bucket onto the uh canvas. Oh man, Yo, that's how bad it was. Like yeah. you know, I was thinking to myself, there's no way they're gonna clean this blood up by the by the next <laughs> match that they have. Like there was a whole lot. Like you could see like you know I I don't know if it's because he's just that good of a wrestler. Like, you could see his movements kind of slowing down and everything like that. Like, as far as, like, the match continuing after, like, he'd been busted open. He was moving around like he was, like, in, like, slow motion. Like, he was just in a pool or something just trying to throw punches. He probably was that slow because he probably was fucked up. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, like, like I said, like, I'm glad he was able to finish the match. And everybody, like, was behind Dustin. Like, everybody wanted him to win that match. Like, mm-hmm. everybody. Like, it was to the point everybody stood up. Everybody was, like, behind him. And like I said, this match should have been the match that was at WrestleMania. But for whatever reason, they put it on their pissant um, pay-per-views right before WrestleMania. And, well, you, you know. know how WWE well, is. I mean, but, you know, I ain't, I'm not going to lie, man. I didn't want to see Cody and Stardust. I mean, Cody and go to no, sure. I mean, You know what? You're, you're totally right. But the thing was, too, like he wanted they, to get rid of that character, but they but necessarily didn't I, want him to. I felt like, okay, the character 
Okay, so that match that was supposed to be at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I did not want to see that match. I, 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 even now, I don't want to see that match. But that Cody is different from that character he had back then, right? Yes. This story is different from that story they had going on back then. And so, You're totally right. And so the story that they created now to go into this match is totally different. And I'm invested into that one. And I like that. And, you know, so I was cool with seeing this match. I'm like, you know, shout out to our, our homeboy Bustos. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got to explain that. Yo. So, all right, so at this time, I started texting you guys, you know, asking y'all how's the show, you know, how are y'all enjoying yeah. it? Because I was watching it, and I was like, oh, shit, this is crazy, you know, with him bleeding and shit. So I'm texting y'all, seeing how y'all enjoying it. And then he was like, uh, he was like, meh. <laughs> and I was like, why well, meh? <laughs> yo, said, I was dying when he said that, yo. He said, because I didn't wait, up, you know, all this time. To see Goat does wrestle, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. It was funny, but yeah, uh, was, I don't know. Was, yeah, I, I thought it was great. It definitely yeah, was uh, my I, favorite I it was match. A really dope match too. And um, I guess after the match, you know, with Cody defeating uh, Dustin, pretty much I thought uh, Cody was gonna go back into the ring and do like you know. Uh, something really fucked up, especially with him bleeding all over the ring and everything like that. But this is also another part as to why it reminded me like how good storytelling and wrestling can be because he was bringing up the fact that they had another pay-per-view next month and he needed a partner. No matter of fact, I think his exact words were he doesn't need a partner. He doesn't need... Um, yeah, he's, ah, he said it was him versus the Young Bucks, right? Yeah, the young bucks. He says him versus the young bucks and anybody, any partner of his choosing. He said, "But I don't need a partner. I need my big brother." And that shit hit home. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, man. And they hug. And you like, you can hear that that tiny like tremble in his voice as he said it. And you know, he meant that shit too. Mm-hmm. So it was like everybody also erupted as far as like them hugging it out and to, like to be you know, real, he probably called that shit on the spot. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's one of the reasons why, like, yeah, I I could certainly see why this match, like, you know, was match of the night Mm -hmm. uh, for myself as well, too. And, you know, big props to them, man. Like, they definitely did a good job as far as, like, the storytelling, the actual wrestling went. Everything about this match was pretty dope. And and it's like, you know, they had it. Cody had a nickname. They called him, like, Three Star Cody. Cody Three Stars or some (laughs) shit. You know, they called him Cody Three Stars, you know, and so he finally got a, his a five star match. So, <laughs> oh, oh, from Dave Meltzer? Yeah. Yeah, from okay, Meltzer. Okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah, his, his Cody Three Stars no more. Word. Yeah, but. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. What was after that? All right, so the next match after that was, again, another barn burner. I'm going to keep using was that. This, too, was, this, nice. was this Bucks versus uh, uh, the Lucha yeah, Brothers? It's the Young Bucks, yeah. uh, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson versus the Lucha Bros, Pentagon Jr., and Ray Phoenix. This match was crazy, yo. The, the, for me, this was my favorite match. Just because, like, mm-hmm. there were so many spots that I just hadn't seen before. I was like, 
yeah. don't know. This shit was crazy. Like, the, and, and the, like the acrobatics, the way that the, the Lucha Brothers were like, you know, pulling off some of their moves. Like oh he, there was one spot where it's like he ran on like somebody's shoulders and did this like spin kick to somebody on the top. Yo. I was like, oh, shit. Like, that was like some ninja like shit. Surprising. <laughs> shout, shout out to my, my boy Lamar. He's been on the podcast, you know, um, uh, what you yeah. call it? He he texts me every day saying, yo, that tag match is amazing. Yo, I just watched that tag match again. I done watched it about 40 times. He done watched the tag match at least 50 times by now. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it, was, it was dope. Yeah, I can see why, too. Like, because, again, um, I, well, at least with these two tag teams, mm-hmm. I known them from, like, different shows. Like, I known them from, like, uh, New Japan, and I known them from uh, Lucha Underground. Yo, Pentagon Jr. with the Cerro Miero. Um, yeah. Yo. Cerro Miero. Yo, and I do this, the um, the actual, like, uh, symbol along with him, too. Like, it's so dope. Like, everyone was behind this yeah. match. Like, everybody was standing yeah. up to make sure they didn't miss anything. And I guess one of the negatives I would have to say that was about this match was, like, they didn't really sell or, like, I guess as yeah. much as they could have. But, it was a spot. They, but yeah, spot. granted. Yeah. Granted, saying that though, yeah. it, it was a, a extremely fun match. To, I mean, yeah, it was an extremely fun match to watch, and I don't think you really needed the selling that much in order to tell what they were yeah. trying to do. And it's so like, it's like I I, I I like watching young monks, young bucks because they're they're fun to watch. You know, you know. But like the big the biggest criticism is always like you know they they're called spot monkeys, which I hate. <laughs> That <laughs> I hate that you know I hate that, but it's like every time you say that I can't think of uh, um I, I think of like uh, Matt Hardy like spot monkey, spot monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know but that but they're so dope to watch it's so fun it, they really are yeah like um they definitely came a long way too because mm-hmm. like I, I first remember seeing them in TNA. Uh-huh. and you know they, I I thought they were just like a, a Hardy's ripoff yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. I, they had the same type of hair. They yep. had the same type of trunks and everything like that when they first started. I'm thinking to myself, uh, yeah. you know. But when you see them wrestler, I was like, holy shit! Like, you know, mm-hmm. these guys can, uh, these guys could definitely go. Like, um, you know, it's a whole nother argument to say like, you know, who's better or whatnot. But you know, I, I love them. You know, and it's because you know, especially you know, because they're they're aware. You know what I mean? They're aware of everything, right? Like they had a they have they have the move called the Meltzer driver, right? <laughs> Which is basically it's supposed to, you know, they add this move to the match, it'll give them five stars. So uh <laughs> <laughs> so they you know, basically one of them has them set up for a pile driver, the other one jumps off the rope and hits him and they, you know, he pile drives them, right? Then they said, How about if I add a a front flip to this? You know, we'll call it the Meltzer driver five thousand. So <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so so they do that. You know, it's, it's just fun little stupid stuff they do like that. So that's what, that's why I like them. But yeah. Yeah. No, but even though know, I, I know some people have issues with spot fest type matches, but, you know, sometimes that's just what, you know, I, I appreciate that kind I, of thing. Because, yeah. like, yeah, it gets ridiculous, but it's, at the same time, like, if if it's fun and they they're showing enough stuff that I've never seen before, mm-hmm. then you know especially for for wrestlers that I'm not as familiar with because like you know I've seen a lot of young books matches at this point, but the Lucha Brothers I still haven't seen as many. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, at least their, their moveset was still relatively fresh. Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was exciting for me just to see. And I um, love their opening too. Like that whole, like, yeah, yeah, their entrance, was so, their entrance is mad dope, oh, especially yeah, yeah. for someone who's like, you know, into like video and graphics and, and all that type of, uh, art, artsy type stuff. You know, I, I definitely dug the way they kind of like presented themselves, especially with like how they came out and everything. Like, um, also like the fireworks too, which, you know, it's another oh, thing yeah. that we didn't kind of talk oh, about, but wait, 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 yeah, this is what I wanted to say, yo, because the way that they use pyro at this thing reminded me of the character creator in like 2k or day of reckoning or whatever, where it's like, you have access to all the pyro and you just put whatever, no matter how much sense it makes. <laughs> So it's just like <laughs> all the pyro and just like oh, I just want, I want fireworks and I want the, the the sparklers and all that you know like that's what it felt like to me. It's like the the pyro was just kind of happening, but it was okay. fun. It's just like no, it no, it, it definitely was fun. It, and like that, I think that played a part as far as like you know the thing I had against the show as well too, was like some parts were like okay the fireworks will go off at like random times they wouldn't go off at the time that you know when the beat drops or along with the music it'll just like go off for for whatever reason just because we could put it in there and um i guess there was like some spots here and there like during the video production that may have missed or some technical issues but again it's a new company they're definitely getting their shit together so i can't entirely fault them on that but you know, but as far as the quality goes, like I think it's on like WWE par, like as far as like you know, getting the shots that they need to get, and um, you know the actual quality of it, like did you know, you, definitely dug what they did. Did you see the crane shots? Oh no, I mean for yeah. the TV, nah, them nah. shits was annoying. Oh, they were. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, because right I was sitting there, too. right? <laughs> we were sitting right like, behind the crane. I and, remember. Like, I remember when they had the crane on SmackDown. I was like, well, what the fuck is this? Like, people are two rows up. What'd you say? Is it really that no, annoying? No, I was just kidding. No, I mean, it's, it, it can be cool, but I was just like, it was, it just came at the stupidest times. Like, <laughs> like they'd be on the opposite side of the ring or some shit. Like, it was just dumb. I don't know. But crane, the crane shot right. can be cool, man. It, it's just funny. Well, what you say? There, there, there was there were still some areas where, like production wise, where they were still kind of getting their, the, you know, getting everything say. together. Because yeah. like you know, like the way that theme songs kind of just suddenly ended, and you know, there was there was one spot where like the, the match ended and then they didn't play the theme song right away. Like they had to wait. Like it, it was kind of weird. Yeah, it was. Um. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, yeah, like, those are just like minor things I kind of noticed. Like I, I heard some people complaining because it was kind of like New Japan style with the entrance music, where they didn't play the music through the feed. It was just kind of like you hear it in the arena, but not on the the the, the stream or whatever. Huh. But, I mean, I that. personally don't mind that, but they, you know, I guess just it seems more authentic to some, you know. You know, like I said, it has that New Japan feel if you're familiar with it. But that's, if you're not, if you're used like to WWE, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I could go either way. I don't, I don't necessarily mind, but you know, I, I get it. All right. So uh, with that being said, again, those are just like my small hiccups. But overall, 
I think they did, did a good, pretty good job as far as like production goes. So um, I guess we'll continue on to the next match, which the Young Bucks went over the Lucha Bros for the AAA World Tag Team Championship belts. So uh, I guess expect a lot more from a AAA as far as like um, championship goes. You said what? I'm sorry. 40. Sorry. Say that, say what you just said again. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, like, you know, expect a lot more from, like, AAA as far as, like, the um, competitors go because Young Bucks yeah. went over the um, yeah. the Lucha Bros for the Tag Team Championship belts. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they was already the champions. Um, I, I thought they was going to lose. But, yeah, uh, I did too. But, you know, they, they retained the titles. Uh, so I guess the, the working relationship is going to be a while. We will last in a while, so yeah. So yeah, you're right. All right, so uh, going on to the very last match, uh, which is your main event, which was Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Now, can we please talk about the cool, um, uh, what you call opening for like Chris Jericho as like yeah, as far Chris as like yeah, I thought that was dope. I thought that was dope. Yeah, like they show the eras of Jericho. The only, I guess, the only like small gripe I had with that was like they showed the list of Jericho before they showed like the the second coming or whatever. It's like the one with the light jacket. It's like they should have showed like Lionheart Jericho, then the, like you know showed it in chronological order. Mm-hmm. But they showed the list before they showed the one with the light jacket. So that was kind of weird to me. But yeah, yeah I, other than that, though, like I was like some girl that was sitting behind us was recording me because uh, like I was singing along with the song kind of like, you know, kind of it was kind of like Xavier Woods esque, like when he, you know, sings like oh, I walk Batista. <laughs> he was like, oh, I had to get your reaction. Look, I'm sorry. I was in it. I thought that was dope. Mm-hmm. And then with um, because when Kenny Omega came out, we were trying to like wonder where his uh actual costume was from, um, and I found out it was definitely from um, he was Kurito from uh Sword oh, Art Online. Sword Art Online, I knew that shit looked yeah. familiar. Yeah, uh, I, it, it was like you know, I, I guess I was familiar I with that. Uh, he's like one of the more popular characters in Japan, and I guess they probably want to get more like Japan. Um, eyes on like you know the product. Well, so he just, he's like, also he's still. They said he still has. They said in his contract he could still work with New Japan. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. That's what they're saying. So, is that? But I mean, like AEW isn't working with New Japan because New Japan has a partnership with Ring of Honor. I but, see. But Kenny, Chris Jericho, Dean, um, not Dean. I'm sorry, John Moxley. We'll get to that later. And somebody else, I forgot. Uh, all still can work with um, New Japan. New Japan. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so, again, past the part, like, the match itself was pretty good. Like, um, I, I guess because, like, a certain interviews that, like, I listened to before, like, watching this match as far as, like, some styles go, uh, Kenny Omega definitely had to get used to, like, I guess the style that Chris Jericho wrestled, which was, you could honestly say it's like more of a more mainstream or WWE type style. This is right saying that. A third so, match, really. Yeah. So, pretty much, again, it was like interesting to see how Kenny 
would like you know fight Chris Jericho as far as like this went, especially with all the promo packages that they had. Yeah. And I think Chris Jericho also wanted to avail like uh, one of his um his new finishers now. What was it called again? <laughs> the the Judas, Judas Effect. Judas that <laughs> shit the fuck out of here, yo. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, like I, I guess as far as that goes, I guess Jericho like because he said this in his podcast as well too that one of like the rock stars that he like admired he wanted to like you know portray as him as well too because he's seen that like he changed his styles throughout the years and he still stays like almost the same deal so he kind of wanted to do the same thing with his wrestling style i guess when did he start using the code breaker uh, he started using a code breaker when he came back and like uh, yeah it was during the like, I think it was like during the light jacket era yeah, like he, early very, when he came back for the very very first time after like you know mm. the long hair and everything like that okay because um, like when I seen him using the code breaker I was like oh that's new yeah well, that's yeah. when he had the long I mean not the, the uh, pants yeah. uh, and everything like that as well too okay. But, um, but like I figured that's part of like his new style change as well too. So like he's always trying to keep himself fresh and stuff like that, so he doesn't become like the same character. So it's, that's- it's like, I, I will I'll say this: it's like it's a very like old school style finisher where it's like it's there's no bullshit. It's easy to understand and it's effective. It's just not pretty. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's not like as impactful as I, you would. I, you think, no, I mean, no. I I think he, I'm not going to bullshit. I think he got some just, work to do on that move. Yeah, because it's I like, think, okay. All right, it's the same as, okay, if you've seen like Seth Rollins and his ripcord knee versus like what Kenny Omega does with the V-trigger, mm-hmm. you obviously see that Kenny Omega does like a extremely more impactful move Compared to what Seth Rollins yeah, does, yeah, and you see, so, and, you, and you know that Kenny Omega has been doing it for so long that he's able that he he he's perfected it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So when he hit it on Kenny Omega, it wasn't like, oh shit! It was just like, oh shit! That came out of like you know, mm-hmm. that that's the feeling I had when I seen him perform that move. So it's like I'm not saying it wasn't like it, it can't be impactful. It just wasn't impactful as what I thought it could be when he performed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, because I saw his, you know, his little tape. And he was talking about it, you know, like, unveiling it and stuff. And he was practicing it, right? So I was like, okay. I thought he was going to have some more shit to it or something. Uh, maybe, like, a, a build-up or something. You know, like, the Stone Cold Stunner. It started off as just a, a fucking cutter. Yeah. Then he added the kick to it, you know? Exactly. And so I feel like it has some more development to it and he's something else i don't know that's just me maybe a i mean I, I, do you prefer that or john cena's fist of of power or whatever <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was the, i said yo john cena gotta be trolling us right now i said john <laughs> yeah. he say some shit before he does it right yeah like, Ow. i said john cena gotta be trolling us <laughs> Like, like when he actually did it, because like I thought they were lying when he when he talked about it, and then when he actually did it, I was fucking dying, man. And it's like every every time he does it, it's mad funny. So it's like the the elbow, it's like I know how devastating a real elbow is. So it's like I could understand where this move's effectiveness is just on a on a like you know practicality level, mm-hmm. but 
Yeah, I mean, he could put more flair on it, but I, I, I don't think he's in it for flair right now. I think he's just trying to be a heel and be a dickhead. So, you know, he just needs a, a quick finish. It's not going to, like, yeah, make I him still, tired. I get that, but I still think it's trash until he kicks it. <laughs> Which, I, he still got some time on that, though. Yeah, like, uh, you know. I'm cool with that. I'm just saying. Right, He'll um, rewatch this. But it was dope seeing Kenny Omega live like that as well, too, because I've seen Chris Jericho live before. Yeah, me too. But I'm never. Yeah, remember, he was there, bro. He was like, I didn't know he was from Long Island. I thought oh, he was always he... from Canada. Yeah, he said he was born in uh, Long Island. Then he huh. moved to Canada. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That yeah, dude's so... from Suffolk, then. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so why the fuck is he from Suffolk, then? Um, I'm just joking. Oh, okay, I'm a, I'm a I'm mean, but yeah, I mean, like, what, what's the likelihood that he's from Uniondale? Like, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? He's like, oh yeah, I went to TH. <laughs> oh shit! Been to uh, Stead. <laughs> just yeah. like, yeah, don't go to Roosevelt. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the belt. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. But, um, like I said, it was a pretty dope match. Uh, definitely like the finish. Um, Chris Jericho went over uh, Omega. Mm-hmm. So during their, uh, I guess, next pay per view, I forgot which one it was called. It was All Out. No, well, the the next one. I don't know if it's going to be on pay-per-view, which but one, the next wait, season... Which one's the one that they had to fight for the championship belts? Oh, matter of fact, damn. So... We, we skipped the belts. Oh, yeah. Like, matter of fact, what... Okay. Shit, you want to talk all about right. the belt after we talk about everything else with this match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, all right, because I'm, I'm lost. Where we at? Where we at? Oh, sorry. We're still on the Chris Jericho and Kenny okay. Omega. Okay. Which... All right. So, yeah. So, the winner That's... of this match fights Hangman Page for the belt, right? Yeah. For the championship, which Chris Jericho won. All right. What happens next? All right, so I know what happens next. I'm just wondering what happens you know, next. How y'all feel? Chris Jericho yeah. is like uh, performing like one of his patented promos, like towards the audience. Which, oh yeah, during the match too. Like this is how this is how ingenious Chris Jericho can be, can be too, because he gets involved. Oh yeah, you gotta talk so, about <laughs> so pretty much he was like flipping off everybody, like giving everybody the middle finger towards the audience, and then all of a sudden. You see this nigga like dressed up as Jesus. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> he was like, I saw that. <laughs> like flipping off Jesus, and Jesus like going back at him, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, you know, cheering for Jesus. And I was like, <laughs> Dill, this cannot be real life right now. Because I, I, I was like, yo, why do you come to this event dressed as Jesus? Because like, he, he's Judas. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 Yo, it was oh, one of the most Oh my god, why did I think of this? Oh wow. That's hilarious. That's one of the reasons why I love that crowd, man. It was not only because of like the energy they portrayed, like portray, like, you know, they had during this whole thing, but it was like the participation as far as like everyone had, and that Jesus was just like over the top for me. Like that shit was just straight up hilarious. I was not expecting that. Holy shit. All right, so 
getting back to like how Jericho was like participating with the audience, he was just like, you know, you want to boo me? You want to boo me even though I won the match and everything like that? So all of a sudden, people were like rising Start. for whatever yeah. reason. And then like, I could, and, and like, I remember like we were watching the promo and then we start hearing a swell. And then I look out at the audience and I see Dean Ambrose coming down the stairs, or sorry, John Moxley coming down the stairs. And I'm like, yo, Kenny, like Holy. I start hitting him in the like yo yo look yeah and then i started fucking jumping up and down like you know like it was real because like i i like at that point like i was kind of just like he's not gonna show up like you know that's just another aw rumor that you know it's funny i had asked y'all that he show up and then uh because i had stopped watching i had asked y'all that he show up but then i saw on twitter that he did and like an hour later y'all responded what? <laughs> nah, because we were so yeah. like what happened. Like yeah. when I tell you the like the roof blew off this place. Like everybody, like this is the most over I ever seen Dean Ambrose because I know y'all was talking about him um during the last podcast. Yeah. Yo, this is the most over I ever seen Dean Ambrose or John Moxley ever. Like, and you could well, see I, yeah, in it's his like, face. Yeah, yeah, like even, even more so than when he won the title like that night. Like, yeah. it was like people were ecstatic. And I think it was more so, like it was, you know, people were excited to see him there, but I think it was like people were more excited to see like a major WWE guy on a different promotion because that's, that, you know, this is their Kevin Nash moment, you know, like, exactly. uh, like Scott, Kevin, Hall. Scott Hall, you exactly. know, that's one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, this it's a it's a now the the radar has been you know well it's, it's you, on everybody. Have you seen radar. the pictures of of Lex Luger with his face photoshopped on it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Was but funny. like um, that answered my question as well too because like when and like this whole thing was the timing of it was just perfect. Because I'm thinking to myself, okay, is there a difference between letting your contract run out versus being let go? Because I know I, once I you're let they, go, I think you they have... all had like different clauses. Like in Dean, I think like uh, uh, like you were saying. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, man. no, no, you were just about to say it. No. All right, so uh, yeah, I think when you ask to leave or when you get a, you know or you get cut or some shit like that. Then you got it like a ninety day no complete cause, a thirty day no complete cause, or some shit like that. But I think Dean was like, if he like let it run out, then he can do whatever the fuck he want. I see. Yeah. See, I didn't understand that. I just thought it was like under the same umbrella where like you know you're on TV, you can't be on like off TV or on another like you know brand until like a couple more like months or whatever it is. Yeah. But um, when he came out. I was like, okay, that answered my question. And the look this dude had on his face or so, it, it looked like like heavy weights were like lifted off this dude's shoulders. Like you could tell when he gave um uh, Chris Jericho the um dirty deeds. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's gonna call it the same move like, you know, yeah. in AEW, but you know, when he performed like that DDT maneuver. Yeah. Yo, know, the roof was like ecstatic. And then when my man Kenny Omega like was facing off with him, no matter of fact, he he hit the uh, referee. Yeah, he also. hit the referee. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, yo, they're gonna bring back like old school wrestling, which you know, they they bring it out every once in a while in WWE where like someone might like you know attack the ref like 
you know, physically. Like, I think the last time he did that was, like, with uh, Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, how effective was that? You know what I mean? Trying to, like, have her become badass to sell. But when, like, you know, John Moxley came out, like, kind of hit him with, like, the Dirty Ds as well, too. And he faced off with Kenny Omega. It was like, you know, this is one of the matches that a lot of people actually would be looking forward to as well, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to see that. I can't wait for that one to happen. Um, but, yeah, so the next event is that fight, Fire Fight, Fire Fest. Yeah, Fighter Fest. Fighter so, basically, Fest, yeah. like. There's a there's a fighting game tournament CEO that happens every year and it's kind of like a fighting game tournament slash wrestling con and last year was the first year they they had a wrestling show alongside it so I remember they had like a New Japan uh, or was it Ring of Honor I forget but they they had some wrestling show on that weekend last year so this year they're partnering with AEW to have an event. Um, which will be, I think, their next, yeah, their next like, thing. I think the last time they had, uh, they, they technically partnered with Kenny Omega, and being that he was yeah, a New yeah, Japan yeah, star, yeah. he put the he put the card together with New Japan stars and stuff. And there was a lot of there was, there was some people that wasn't in New Japan also, but Japanese wrestlers. Yeah, you're right. You're right because I I do remember it being a little bit more just like. You know, Pete calling in favors and being like, "Hey, you want to do this thing?" Because yeah. for those who don't know, Kenny Omega is like a big like fighting game guy, so he he was just you know calling in a lot of people, and it, it was a cool event. You know, it was nothing crazy or anything, but it was it was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But uh, now you know with AEW, I, th- I I think it's a good avenue for them to, you know, just put on some more matches, and I think this will be Dean's. That, that is that is that Dean? Uh, I'm sorry, John Moxley's first match. Um, with the company, or is it? I think that's his. I think, I, I think that's gonna be his first because all out's not to the end of August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be it then. So, um, and then, no, I'm certainly looking forward to it though. So. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to all out also. Um, for the people in the back, the fucking stars are on the Chicago's flag. Okay, <laughs> you fucking morons. <laughs> CM Punk is from Chicago. That's why he had the stars. Oh my fucking god! All right, if CM Punk does so, that'd be dope. But that's what the fucking stars mean. All right, stop saying that shit. That shit is annoying. All right. But uh, what else? Uh, yeah. So all all out. So like oh so so wait well over over I mean uh what were you gonna say? Well, let's okay. talk about the belts first, and then we'll talk about the overall show. Oh yeah 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 we we got we got uh. We gotta we gotta have some more urgency. We gotta speed through that Dean Ambrose thing. All right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So pretty much he showed up and did his thing. Everyone blew off the roof. Yeah. And you know that's how the show ended. Now uh, we kind of uh, skipped over. I think this happened between the uh, the um, six women tag match and the Cody Rhodes match. I forgot when it happened, but pretty much they unveiled the new uh, AEW heavyweight belt. Now. There. A gold belt. Yeah. So pretty much they had um you no know, surprise guest, uh Bret Hart come out and everybody again blew the roof. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was nobody confused. expected <laughs> nobody, nobody yeah. expected Bret Hart to like show up. I was like, Bret what was Hart, doing really? Here? So yeah. so pretty much when he came out, he unveiled the belt. Um but before he did that 
uh, Adam Page came out, and and then yeah. like as soon as he came out, uh, my man MGF came out as well too. And bro, let me tell you, his promo, yeah, is ah, it was money. I'm sorry to say it like that. Yeah. I know that sounds corny as shit, but I'm telling you, it was spot on. Like I liked everything about it. Like he went for like the throat and then some. Cause he he basically mentioned like the fact that like you know how he used like a horse analogy for like um hangman page like with his leg being bum and everything like that and what do you do to horses with bum legs kill it yeah exactly <laughs> and then when he mentioned like the attacker for Bret Hart I was like yo I laughed my ass off yo oh, this nigga is stupid yo like is he really going there right now cause like I mean. I, I guess Bret Hart's taking it with a stride, but you think to yourself, man, Bret Hart's life could have ended that night. I'm Yo, sorry. And that- plus, Bret Hart, I, I, I look like Bret Hart laughed, but Bret Hart never takes, Bret Hart is always like Mr. Serious. Yeah. <laughs> like- yeah, he, he really is. And he's one of my favorite all time. Like, yeah, you know, know. Bret Hart, everybody. like, growing up, all time favorite. But, you know, you got to call a spade a spade, you know. But, uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, so, so as soon as MJF gone through his promo, uh, pretty much you had Jungle Boy and um, Jimmy Havoc come out and they attacked MJF yeah. uh, to kick him out of the arena. And that's when Bret Hart unveiled the super, super shiny gold belt, the AEW title. So before we get on to other titles, what are your guys' thoughts on, you know? Uh, I mean, what do y'all think? I mean, for for me, I I think the belt looks good. When I looked at it closely, it looked a little bit. Uh, I mean, it, it didn't look as like amazing as I thought it did. I guess just because it wasn't like shined up or whatever. But it looks. I mean, it looks like a title. Like yeah. it looks like. Like I said, it reminds me of the big gold belt. It's yeah. oh, it, yeah. it is it's a it's a indie style title. Yeah, it reminded me of that too. <laughs> that. And somebody said it, it looks like the the big gold belt and the new Japan belt had a, like a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was that, like that, no that's actually a, that's actually a perfect compare. I mean, a response like I mean, it, it, that is what it is. Because when I was looking at it, I was like, man, where where's like the belt? Like you know, you seen like all the diamond encrusted like you know jewelry and stuff like that, but it's like there was like no space in between. Like you would see like where the strap would be. So I was like, damn, they, they really wanted to make this title noticeable, huh? But <laughs> Like the million dollar title? Right. <laughs> you know, I, I dug it, though. I, I... <laughs> it's fine. No, nah, but I, nah, I liked it. Did you, see, I, did you see the nameplate? Oh, no, I, I don't think I got a chance so, to. No, nah, we was just, I don't know. I, I'm in, like, this wrestling group, and we just, you know, joking. But uh, the nameplate is, like, mad tiny. I was like, damn, they, like, Chris Jericho is going to say Chris. Somebody said, nah, I was going to say Y2J. Like, <laughs> Damn, <laughs> like, yo. But, yeah, but, nah, it's cool. It's a dope belt. Yep. So, with that All said, right. um, I like, guess. So, so quick, I guess quickly, yeah. like, just yeah, overall, yeah. like, what did you think about the, the show? Because, like, you know, obviously, like, going into this show, everybody was saying, you know, or, or ex- like, some people are expecting it to be, like, the best show ever and put everything wwe does to shame and then you know as you would know like as we've talked about like you know I, we're we're excited for aw but we're also like you know not gonna 
come on here and be like, oh, it's the greatest show ever. If it's not the greatest show ever, like, you know, it has to actually, you know, earn it. So, um, where, you know, what did you think about it? Uh, for myself, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Like you said before, it was like, you know, going into the show, we had no idea what to expect. So that's why I kept, like, expectations low as far as, like, what they presented. I get that they show, like, you know, promos and stuff like that to kind of build up the um, promotion as far as, like, you know, them having, like, another pay-per-view, like, month after month. And then as far as, like, the TV deal goes. But, yeah, we've yet to see anything as far as, like, what the content's going to be. So I didn't expect, like, you know, the next coming of Jesus, mind you, like, um, as far as, like, people were trying to hype it up to be. And it is what it was for, like, a wrestling show. Like, you know, it did things that was similar to what WWE does. I didn't see anything overly different. But, you know, for people that they want to bring in and, you know, get used to, like, watching an alternative product as far as, like, WWE goes... I think they did a really good job. So, you know, if I had to rate it, I would say like an 8, 8.5, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at. Like, because, like, um, I think I think the, the thing for me that was the most surprising was, like, it, it was interesting to see another wrestling show with similar visual quality to WWE. And I kept saying that when we were, like, watching the show. Cause like when I was when I was looking at the, the the Titantrons and them showing like the, you know the camera footage, I was like, wow, this looks clean. Like compared to like New Japan and even TNA, like it looks, it looks good. Yeah, especially like the with the entrance there. pathway. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. so dope. So I was like, so that you know that was refreshing to see. Um, but overall, it was good. Like I think it was like a good template for what, you know, their potential is, and it was a good way to start it. Um, and you know, like you said, it was like a definitely like an eight out of 10 type of show. Like it felt like, like to me, like it felt like one of the more tame takeovers in a way. Like if I had to compare it to like a WWE show, mm-hmm. like it was, it, you know, but, um, it's interesting. Cause like, you know, obviously like so many people were, you know, like there, uh, there was like a small conglomerate of people that were just like, Oh, it's the best shit ever. You know, WWE can't see this, but you know, I, I got to disagree. Cause like, you know, we, we didn't talk about money in the bank, but like money in the bank, like if you, if you look at money in the bank on its own and you take out the, the finish with Brock Lesnar and shit, like the, the show was um, like, was great. And you know, like, it's not like the WWE roster isn't capable of putting on matches of that caliber. And, you know, you see it in NXT, you randomly see it on WWE itself. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think that what this did was it, like, like Kenny said, it kind of provided an alternative where the, you know, they're going to push the envelope a little bit differently. It's going to like WWE appeals to like kids and teenagers primarily like that's their target audience even though like you know everybody watches it but their target audience is kids and teenagers whereas AEW is clearly going to be teenagers adults and um you know i feel like you know they did a good job kind of setting a bar for them to improve upon and you know it'll be interesting to see where they go from here but like i I believe in them more now than i did before because before it's like they they made they were kind of making all these promises and making all these statements, but they weren't really showing anything. But now that they've showed me something, I'm more like willing to say, okay, AEW is something that people should should look out for. 
And, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens once they get on TV and they can't curse and shit. Because, <laughs> like, they're, you know, because obviously, like, it'll, be, it'll probably be a thing where it's like once you get on pay-per-view, you could just do and say what you want. But when you're on TV, you have to scale it back how they handle that, you know? Yeah. And, and it's like, um, and I, you know, I think they said it's going to be uh, TV 14 or some shit like that. Yeah. Which, um, which is only one above PG, you know. So it's like, it's like they're exactly. not gonna be able to do that much more. Just to let you guys know. Hey, I was gonna say that little switch <laughs> can mean the world too. So I mean, but it's, that's what I'm saying. It's not gonna be that much. Like they're not gonna have sex on TV. No, no, no. Like, yeah. like, well, like, I mean, but to be fair, I mean, like Raw had they had sex on like Lita was. Dead. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to see Lita's the, nipple. The yo. live sex yo. show, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I was I was a teenager when that happened, yo. <laughs> That's time of my life. That was crazy. I'll uh, never forget when that happened. That yeah. was wild. Yeah, that was that was the wild west. And the, it's a, it's even but the the thing that's, that became funnier about that as I got older is like when you get older and you realize that a lot of wrestling fake is, is fake, and to realize that that was real or at least not <laughs> like they weren't actually having sex, but like they went way farther than you than you would assume. Mm-hmm. Like it's just wild to me. Yeah. Like they would never get away that shit nowadays. Nah, I remember it though. We all remember it. So, yeah. so you know, um. But no, nah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I gave it an eight also. Uh, you know, I kind of, it's like, you know, from the main guys, I knew what I was going to expect. I knew they was going to get, have good matches. I was more concerned about everybody else because I was like, who the fuck are these people? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, who the fuck did they find most of them? You know, some of them, like, you know, like the AAA guys, I knew. Shit like that. The, the guys that got from New Japan, I knew. But there's a lot of other guys. Like, who the fuck is Mike Nakazawa? I still don't know who he is. Yo, I had no idea. Yo, as soon as I seen his fucking t-shirt, I was like, who the fuck is this dude? Why is this just some basic shirt. shit with yeah. his name on a t-shirt? Like, I have no idea who this guy was. Yeah. But like, so I'm still, I'm still waiting for the TV show because I feel like TV can help. I think TV can make or break it. You know what I mean? Yes, and I think yeah. that's kind of why New Japan hasn't blown up like it should. And also, kind of Ring of Honor, even though Ring of Honor is owned by a television conglomerate, it's not, it hasn't blown up like it should. You know, because of it's not on a, a station that a lot of people would know or something, you know? Sure. Like TNA's best days was when it was on like Spike or some shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um,. So, you know, that's why I'm, I'm glad that it's on TNT because I know what TNT is because that's where all the NBA games are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, so I'm just I'm just waiting for that, you know. Hopefully everything, hopefully they bring in some more people. They probably don't even need more people. I just wanted, you know, I just wanted to be good. Now, I think they're probably good with the amount of people they have now. And granted, I understand that some people are yeah. under contract as far as, like, others just being part of the show. And I think this is one aspect that they need to uh, prove upon, especially if they want to, like, survive in, like, you know, today's climate. Because this is where I think TNA messed up. TNA, like, they had old school guys, but they only, like, revolved around those old school guys instead of, like, building up their talent. At least with AEW, they're kind of, like, saying, hey, these are the new guys that we have. 
and they're kind of like you know getting used to like who they are and stuff like that and i'm hoping that tv actually helps with that as well too but they they had a ton of new guys that some are interesting some are like why the hell is he on my tv screen right now but you know they have a lot to prove as far as like trying to say hey this is who i am this is my character and this is what i could bring to the table so that's the like one part i'm looking forward to as far as like AEW goes just to see where they're kind of like how they grow their talent and seeing who can exceed versus like you know what they do in nxt or wwe today so yeah all right so um you want to run into the dean shit real quick and then uh take over 25 because we spent a lot of time on aew oh yeah true yeah, yeah. So, like, real quickly, Dean Ambrose, he basically um, did a one of his podcasts with Chris Jericho. It was very, like, CM Punk and Colt Cabana-esque, where he basically went on and aired out all his dirty laundry regards to WWE. And, you know, it was a long podcast. You could listen to it on, you know, Spotify or whatever. But the gist is... Um, he was unhappy with the creative, as you would expect. Um, you know, basically they, they butchered a lot of the character work he was trying to do and made him fall out of love with the promo side of wrestling, which at one point was his favorite part. Um, and, and ultimately, he kind of confirmed what a lot of people feel about uh, WWE, which is that Vince is out of touch and the people him Vince and the people around him need a drastic change in the way that they operate and their creative team is ass like mm-hmm. essentially like he even says it at the end he's like yo your your creative team sucks you got to change it because like he you know he appreciates like the company and the like the people that you know he worked with but you know he he's had a lot of situations where Vince would just like change shit that he was you know told was going to be changed um or Vince would try to make him say something that was really fucked up to the point where it's and like he would try to make him say something that would come down on Dean not on Vince so it's like if he if he said it and it went over poorly Dean would be the one who got in trouble not Vince so it's like you know he like he he was trying to basically put him in the situation where he would be the one fired like he wanted him to say some fucked up shit about Roman's cancer that he didn't you know that he refused to say but um you know it's it's kind of not really surprising but the i think the thing that is the most interesting about it is that a lot of wrestling fans and even us we've talked about this but it's like we've all kind of said uh, Vince has lost his mind and we don't know how, you know, we, we, you know, we can only speculate as to how closely he, you know, his influence is on every single promo that we see on Raw and SmackDown. But here it's like with, with this particular instance, you could really tell that Vince was like a huge hindrance in this, in, in Dean's uh, career. And, when you look at the landscape right now where you have all these wrestlers trying to leave, you could, you, you could probably assume that there's a lot of the, these types of types of high, high higher up um, influences that are fucking people up. So, you know, it, it was kind of, it wasn't necessarily shocking, but it was more of a confirmation of the things we all assumed. 
Yeah, and it was, was depressing, crazy. like, just for yeah. him to say, like, all those things. And it, it wasn't like, like he said, he was trying to tell it from a, um, like, a, like, a unbiased position, even though a lot of the stuff did happen to him. And he was trying to leave a lot of his feelings out of, like, what he was saying. Yeah. He was trying to burn, uh, like, he, 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 I guess he essentially burned bridges, but he was trying to be a, lo- a lot more, like, objective you know, about it objective about it than cm punk was i would say oh yeah cm punk was like he's out to like he had the match he had the gas canister he had everything he needed to burn that bridge but um yeah but oh yeah also like you know i, I love chris jericho i really do mm-hmm. but if he does not stop fucking like trying to like embed his like commercials or whatever it is into like, the whole to. thing. No, they're, yeah, they're, like, they're like, right, wow, this, that, that, this... that story's really crazy. But by the way, so buy some Omaha steaks. No, <laughs> like, like, okay, like, you know, some people will be like, okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break real quick. I got to pay these bills. Chris Jericho was like, damn, you know what else is creative? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like he, he edits in the commercial break where it's like he'll go off of what they just said and then he'll act like he's responding to it and then turn the shit <laughs> to the fucking ass. <laughs> it's like, you know what else is depressing? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy you know like that you had to put your your kid in a box but you know what else is a box that you would like to get nature box what are we talking about right now like yeah, no nah, um, nah, i mean overall yeah i i enjoyed the interview as well too and just like you said it confirmed like a lot of things that like we kind of somewhat like new but like we you know for sure got through like the eyes of like dean ambrose through his yeah, character it's kind, of, it's kind of validation that those things are actually happening and not just like internet talk but you know it's it's kind of a good and a bad thing because now it's just gonna fuel every you know every, anytime something goes wrong it's gonna be you know all uh, like it's just Vince's blah blah blah, and they like, yeah, it might be true, but there's other cases, you know, it's it's not always gonna. Oh be yeah, it's it's always not gonna be his fault. Like some cases, you could even when you watch the product, you could tell like you know, like some people don't believe in their character, and you yeah. for sure see it, like you know. Yeah, but at the same time, um, you know, I I do think that it's interesting when you again like when you consider all the the rumors and all the things that have been going on and you know with sasha with luke harper with you know like i heard rumors about a shit ton of people trying to leave like i heard about like apollo cruz and um you know gals and anderson obviously uh i heard shit about nakamura wanting to go back to new japan or like uh, uh you know um who else was it uh Bobby Roode, I heard, was was asking about release. Like, a whole bunch of people are now kind of looking for an avenue. And I hear, uh, like, I think Chris Jericho recently said that um, he he received word or, like, he, you know, people have contacted him saying that they kind of want to 
go on there to air their grievances whenever they end up leaving, which is kind of weird Damn. because it's like, what, so you're just going to have like a string of podcasts? Of, <laughs> uh, you know? And it's like, people are going to listen to it, obviously. Remember CM Punk want... didn't want to go on his show? On Jericho's? Yeah, he, he mentioned that. He said, some people just wanted me to use them for their clicks on their podcasts. Uh, he was yeah, talking about yeah, Jericho. he did say that. Yeah, yeah, he did say that, and you know, it's interesting because, you know, like, uh, but uh, I don't know, like, how how did you feel about Kwame? Uh, I didn't listen to it, but uh, I listened to other. Well, people. you saw, you saw the, you got the the gist though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he kind of said what we all was thinking, uh, that you know, the creative team just trash. You know, Vince is old, like you said. So they, I don't know. I feel like once Triple H takes over, if Triple H takes over, it'll be uh, it'll be better. You know. But speaking of Triple H and taking over, uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to pull a Chris Jericho. Segway. Deadass, you know, you know the funny, like, just to go back to the ads, like, I know I keep saying the Omaha Steaks thing, but Deadass, when I was listening to that podcast and he was talking about them, I was like, yo, some, like, sometimes that should be sounding interesting. I'm like, huh. So, Nature Box, like, I Deadass went on the Nature Box I, I website Nature to look Box, at that yo. shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had Nature Box, yo. <laughs> yo, what, what was the other one? And we, you got, we the, got Dollar Shave Club for my dad. Oh, yeah. that's uh, Me Undies. Me Undies. Me Undies. Yo, I'm dead ass probably gonna get some that it be on these. Yeah, because like that some of that shit sounds useful, man. Like it does, and does. I was like, wait, and so so when he's talking about these Omaha steaks, I'm like, wait, so you could just get all this meat just to listen. <laughs> <laughs> all this meat, like yeah, I was, I was walking to the I was, then I was walking to the train that morning, like impressed. I was like, wow. He said, well, so he can just get all this meat delivered to the house? <laughs> Yo, but, uh, anyway, that's a sidebar. But, um, yeah, that's yeah, funny. so do you, you want to quickly talk about NXT? Like, we don't have to, like, go over the whole card, but, like, you know, the, 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 you saw it. What did you think? Shit, I mean, we two hours in already, man. Fuck it. We yeah, yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so fuck it. We can go over the whole card. <laughs> I mean, uh, they didn't have that many matches as far as... I mean, it was five matches, match, but yeah. Yeah, um... So, first match was... Oh, before then, I don't know if you guys seen the uh, the pre-show where they, you know, where they commentate and stuff. Nah. Uh, Champa said he's... He got cleared for non-wrestling, con- for non-contact, you know, so... Oh, word? Yeah. Oh. He was on the table jumping up and down. Big ups to him, man. So, he's cleared for non-contact right now, so he's... He's on his way back, so that's great. Yeah, you know, before I remember they were saying, yeah, this. I remember before they were saying it might be career ending and shit. So being that he got that, he got cleared for that. That's cool. Really is, man. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Uh, uh, I think that was it. Oh yeah, so the first match was Roderick Strong versus uh, uh, the Bro. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt, Matt Riddle. Riddle, yeah. Yeah, that match was yeah, fine. Right. That, match. My, my fucking back hurt, yo. Yo, <laughs> yeah. yo Matt, Matt Riddle 
yeah. is probably like one of my favorite like in ring talents. Like I've I've always had it like, you know, I've been kind of like so so on the whole bro gimmick. Yeah, I was about to say too because weren't you? Like, I was about to say weren't you? Like, I know when somebody so, like, somebody in the group chat was like always talking shit about him. <laughs> It was your ass, yeah, wasn't look, it? Look, look, <laughs> I still, I still have reservations about the bro gimmick, right? But and I still, it still bothers me that he wrestles barefoot. But, <laughs> because no, but the main reason is because he'd be kicking people. I'm like, yo, he's not like his toes don't hurt. Like he's not like fucking up his toenail or like hurting them more. Like I don't know. That's just the way my brain works. Like I don't know. I'd be thinking about that shit. Oh, did, but, you, uh, did you hear Morrow? He called it the uh, ripcord V trigger. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's I what mean, we're going for so. Yeah. Well, as long as yeah, Vince doesn't watch NXT, so he don't care. Yeah. <laughs> as long as under Vince's radar, he's like, man, you know, they could do whatever they want. Nah, yeah, but yeah. there was one spot in a match where, like, I think um, Matt Riddle got like hung up on the ropes a little bit, mm-hmm. and um, who called like uh, Roddy Roddy Strong came with these like elbows. He like yeah, he was like he, ropes, ran, like he ran like back and forth. Hit him with and one he... elbow, ran the other side, hit him with another elbow. Then like I, no matter of fact, he caught him with the knee first, and then he ran side to side, catching with elbows, and then finally with like the uh, I forgot what move he called it. It was yeah. like a um, front like slam down like on his face. Mm-hmm. Yo, I love that, that move. I was like, what the fuck, yo? Yeah, that that was dope, man. That match, that whole match was fire. It, it was, it really was, and the, like the finish was dope. Like the like Roderick Strong is nice. Like the both of the like. It, it just kind of reminds you, like, NXT still manages to put on some fantastic matches for really do. almost no reason. Like, you know, because, uh, you know, clearly, like, this is an ongoing feud and stuff, or, like, it, it's part of a storyline. But mm-hmm. it's like, did they have to go that hard? No, but they did. <laughs> nah, they, they definitely had something to prove that night. And let me say, they uh, definitely went beyond my expectations as far as that match went. But, um... Definitely. So, uh, I believe Matt Riddle went over, um, with, like, his new finisher now? What was it called? I think so. But apparently, I I guess he couldn't perform his normal move because his back was hurting, and that's one of the things I love about NXT. They know how to tell a story as far as, like, injuries go. And since my dude, Matt Riddle, couldn't perform, like, his, uh... It was a bro mission... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's this. Uh, this is uh, submission. Yeah, I, at first I thought he was gonna go for like a, a tombstone uh, pile driver. I was like, oh shit, he about to steal the Undertaker's move. But then he went for like um, almost like a. Let me see. I guess uh, um, the neutralizer, but like in reverse almost. It's like kind of like yeah, slam. It was, was kind of like hard to describe, yeah. but yeah. But no, nah, no, nah, it was a dope finish though. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot too. So he was the winner of that match. Um. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So the next match was the ladder match, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yo. So that fucking the, crazy. It was... The street profits had wind face all over them. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> they really did. Yo, they, 
Yo, I was gonna say the same thing too. I was like, yo, they, they are mad hat for no reason. <laughs> yo, but I mean, there were spots in this match too that I did not see in like normal ladder matches that I actually really appreciated. Like, I mean, this might be fast forwarding a little bit, but I think it was like the spot where um, my man, uh, I forgot, he was the third member of the Forgotten Sons. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Coulter or, Coulter or Riker? Which one was it? Uh, Riker. Riker, okay. Yeah, so pretty much when uh, he was like running a rough shot against everybody, yeah. everybody came together. It's like, yo, we need to get this yeah, nigga get out of the Get this nigga the fuck out of here. Get him the fuck out. So basically, they all took the ladder, right? Or no, matter of fact, they yeah. jumped his ass. It was like a, a gang initiation. Yeah, yeah. Was, you, know, you ever see like, that uh, clip where it's like, fight back? Fight yeah, back. Yeah, fight, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fight back. Fight back. Fight back. <laughs> Yo, that spot was dope. And then when they all took the ladder and bounced it on his back like multiple times, I was like, Yo, yeah, beyond OD. And you see it on his back too, and everything like that. And you know who got speaking of back, you know who got fucked up? Kyle, Kyle Wiley. Wiley. Yeah, bro. That man, like, did, did you see the lacerations on his back after the match? Yo, yo. during the match, it's I was like, yo, what's like, that? I was like, it's a big ass red spot on his back. And then he took a picture of it. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a hole in his back, yo. It was nasty. Uh, Basically. I'll talk about blowing your back out. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yo. Right, so, so uh, Marina Shafir, or whatever her name is, right, who's married to uh, Roger Strong, Strong, she yeah. said, okay, so she knows she got hit with the kendo stick. Um, uh, she was like, you think a kendo stick is going to keep me down? I'm married to the Sultan of the Batbreaker or some shit like that, right? Oh, wow. So, <laughs> it is so, everybody's wow. like, <laughs> like, oh, uh, so wow. what's going on at home? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Damn. that shit is hilarious, though. That's that's crazy. Damn, I probably gotta start following her now. Yeah, <laughs> that shit is hilarious, though. But no, nah, like that ladder match, like um, I yeah, they they really did some crazy spots. Like when when they would put somebody on the ladder, and then mm-hmm. you know, like they were doing scary, all those yeah. like splashes onto them, and uh, like the the street profits had some really good spots there too like just taking advantage of uh my dude's athleticism when he did the frog splash and did a handstand yeah yo this guy is so nice yo 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 like montez montez ford is is kind of like one of the like the low-key illest athlete like athletes they have right now Mm -hmm. he really is like when you see how much air he gets on his frog splash and just like all the shit that he does. Like remember he did that spot where he like jumped over the corner of the ring and he cleared it by yeah. a few feet. Like and just this, like you said with this frog splash he did here where he did the handstand for like two seconds afterwards. I was like, yo, this guy is nice. I'm about to watch that shit over, yo. Yeah, it was really like. I, I think there might have been some spots I missed too, like just because of like how ill the other spots were. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Holy shit, are they really doing this right now?" So I feel like I need to go back and rewatch it as well too. Um, I, I what you call it? Uh, I, every ladder match, I get scared, man, because I, I think of uh, 
Who's my man who face exploded? Jo- oh, oh, um, was it Joey Mercury? Yeah, the guy yeah, Joey Mercury. Joey Mercury. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think about that too. Yeah. And I, I also think about just people falling on like the corner of a ladder by accident that's like misplaced. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's like you know Kyle, he fell on the middle of one. And that was bad. <gasps> Yo, there oh. was one spot where I forgot what happened. I forgot what happened, but anyway, Kyle fell, and then uh, Fish, Bobby Fish, fell also on top of. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. that's that spot like it hurt. That spot like it hurt. I'm trying to remember how that happened. Like yeah. I think someone pushed the ladder off of him, and then, yeah, I think like... they just pushed the ladder. Yeah, yeah, that's that shit was nasty though. But yeah, it was it was a great match. Yeah, um, I think the yeah Street Profit went over and uh, yeah, I was happy as fuck. <laughs> uh, yo, the, I, and I love how they did that spot too, where he jumped on the ladder yeah. and you know, like I, I was hoping that would happen. And that you know, I gotta give um Angelo Dawkins props too, cause that spear he did was yo, cool. that spear oh, was yeah. fire, yeah. That was a football spear, like. But um, it, it, you know, I gotta get like also like. This is like his first championship, and he's been there for a long ass time. Mad long. I think he's been there so, since, it, since it became NXT. Yeah, like he was he was Ty Dillinger's partner, mm-hmm. and Ty Dillinger done went and like had a solo <laughs> run. Hell yeah! Went to the main roster, left, premiered at AEW, and he's still like he just now got his first title. I think it was there when NXT first got on yeah. like the WWE yeah, Network. He's, he's like he's like their equivalent of like a super duper senior. <laughs> Damn. So he got left back a few years. Yeah, but I mean, he, he finally man, pulled it up. He got it though. He got it. Yeah. Finally got that uh, GED. If, if so. You want to be real though? Fucking Ty Dillinger was in there for a minute before he. Yeah, left. he was too. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, both of them were honestly. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, it's, it's all good. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah so that matches. Um, so yeah, so after that was the women's match, correct? Um, was it? No, it was no, 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 it wasn't that one, it was, it was um, the, the, the North American Championship. Yep, oh, yeah, 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 it was, it was, it was, yep. you're right. Had to be match of the night for me, uh, Velveteen Dream versus uh, Tyler Breeze. The way he went into this match because of the uh promo they had before the match happened, yeah. it was like all the frustrations. Everything like the motivation, everything as far as what Tyler Breeze wanted to represent, as far as going to the main product versus him leaving from NXT, it was like it, it was written on the walls. And then, like you know, for WWE to acknowledge that as well too, it's like you know, you know, he he didn't do that great in like you know the main product, but he was like a god in NXT. Yeah. So it's just like he was one of their main guys. It was like it was Sami Zayn, Neville. And then him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he was in that upper echelon when yeah. I first started watching This it. dude fought Justin Thunder Liger, bro. Jushin Thunder Liger, sorry. Yeah. Just, and I was like, how many people Justin. can you say do that? Like, especially NXT of all places? Yeah. Yeah, that was good, man. I was happy for him. I think that, like, part of me feels like this is going to, like, further frustrate. Tyler Breeze because he knows what he's capable of and whoever signed off on letting Tyler Breeze do this also knows but it's like 
everybody that matters. That's made. like I feel like he's one of the people that's getting slighted by the the Vince system, if it will. And he, I think Tyler Breeze was one of the names on the people inquiring releases. So it's like, you know, I feel like whoever, you know, the powers that be were probably trying to be like, look, you know, like I wouldn't be surprised if it was somebody like Triple H or close to him. It was like, look, we, you know, we know that you could do this. Look, just have have this match. Maybe it'll, re, you know, reinvigorate you. And, you know, I'm sure it did, you know, in the short term because, you know, it, it was extremely dope. And it, was, it made sense, too, because it was like the 25th. Uh, takeover. They treated it like an anniversary event, to so you have like the past versus the present, and both of yep. their gimmicks are kind of similar enough. Um, you have a guy who hasn't really been used that much on the main roster, so it, it kind of just worked out perfectly. And you know, he he never fails to put on a great match when he's in that spotlight, and that's the sad part. Like even like you know, going back to some of those tag matches, like the joke ones, like you know he. You know, you, you, you give him something to work with, and he'll do something with it. it it's just, you know, they're just like, ah, oh, fuck you. Like, they just decide to screw him whenever they want. You know, I, I guess the only thing that didn't really work was the whole Lana thing, or with Ziggler. Or, I, I forgot what that whole situation was. was it? It, was it was weird. Nah, it was a uh, like summer the summer, Ray. Summer, summer Ray, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. That was weird. But um, that's not really his fault either. <laughs> No, like like you said, like you give him like you know, you give him the bat, and he'll definitely hit a home run, and that was definitely. Where um, the fuck are you getting all these goddamn catchphrases? I I, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I, I think I, I I think I just try to like have some type of metaphor him, him and then like have it like run. coincide with what I'm talking about. So don't <laughs> mind me. I'm, I'm I'm like you know. I'm an encyclopedia when it comes to that dumb shit. But uh, anyway, pretty much you can see how like good he was during this match versus Velveteen because these two are like, I, I love this match so much. You have no idea. And, and, as far as like, the, yeah, and the other thing too, yo, like, I swear to God, if they fuck up Velveteen Dream, I'm done. Oh, yeah, they can't I fuck up that, Velveteen. That might be the uh, the 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 drawing point right there. Yeah. yeah, that might be like, yep, I'm I'm AW bound. Like yep. this is it. I'm done. I swear to God, because like there's there's like, I mean, I don't even really need my, to say it because it's already been said. Say you know, on, old damn Dale has signed his fandom to AEW. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because. All right, there was one part of the match where he came outside of the ring and he took out Tyler Reese's phone. He's like, yo, let me take a selfie with, like, the Velveteen Dream. <laughs> I was like, he was doing this during the middle of the match. And I'm like, just to make fun of him for, like, the shit he normally does on a daily basis as he's, like, in the ring and stuff. I was like, bro, he has Superstar written all over him. He has everything as far as, like, the charisma. Like, people just like him. I was actually talking to my brother, too, about, like, yo, he, Velveteen Dream is the only dude he can wear the shit that he wears and still be over. Because I don't know anyone else in real life that could pull off shit like that. So, yeah. Like, who who was he dressing up at? He was dressing up as Freddie Mercury or, no, like, who, I, I forgot who they said he was inspired or his I don't attire know inspired. who particularly yeah, dressed I don't, I don't as remember what they said yeah he looked like a gay pirate so that's <laughs> <all>. <laughs> I, I mean which I'm still I'm cool with though but like you know like I said no, there's nothing, there's anything I wrong with it. So. 
Huh? I said not that there's anything wrong with it. Uh, no, not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, nah, it was like parts of that match, and then I think he hurt his back at one point. I, I don't particularly remember, but like, it it was something that happened, and it was like he was selling that as far as like why he couldn't do a particular move. And it's like, yo, these two guys are like going at it as far as like them hitting. The, yo, oh yeah, there was also one part where like Tyler Breeze hit the Unprettier, and yo, that is like the yeah. most impactful Unprettier I've ever seen to date. Yeah, it he was because like it hit him like at the in the at the top of his head, like he was planted. And I thought the match was done at that point, but I was like, yo. My asshole twitched in like a term. Whoa! 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 It's like, yo, I thought it, this Pose. match was done. <laughs> was like, yo! <laughs> wow! Yo, that's how. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yo, get the family off me. <laughs> yeah, I thought the match wow. was done. I was like, oh shit! Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, but. <laughs> No, that, that that shit was dope though, and it's like I like my creative characters in Day of Reckoning had the unprettier as his finisher, and everybody used to make fun of me for it because it wasn't like you know the Stone Cold Stunner, or the Rock Bottom, but I was like, yo, this shit is is effective, and that was kind of like validation for me. I was like, see, like this move is actually kind of nice. Like the the setup wasn't so complicated; it would be a really good finisher. Like most people use it, but it's like it makes perfect sense for Tyler Breeze to have taken it from Christian because, like, it's called the prettier, and his whole thing is Prince Pretty, so it's like it's a perfect fit. Yeah, I thought it was a good send off as far as like that happened, and um, I think he performed like the um, the beauty shot, right? It was like the uh, yeah, which one's the beauty shot? Which is the, the super shot? Kick, no, the beauty shot is the spinning heel kick. Okay, yep, yeah, yeah, that one. Like the other one is the. Uh, I forgot what his kick, his his super kick is called. Uh, but, is it Botox yeah. shot or something? I don't, I don't know. know. It's it's but like pretty the, much, he performed all the Tyler Breeze moves, like his signature maneuvers, as far as like that went, and you know they had a really good match. Like uh, it was definitely a match of the night for me. So. Oh yeah, and yeah. they had the whole like uh, selfie at the end as well too. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. It's like come take a selfie with the Velveteen Dream. <laughs> nah, I like Dream, man. I'm I'm ready to see what's next for him though. Yeah, same here too. So yeah, Vince, call him up. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. So next was the women's match, which I uh, um. about this match then since uh i mean overall like it, it was definitely like, it was hard hitting and it was like i, I the, the, in, in the, I, i'm not gonna lie like in some ways it felt like every other shana versus face match that has happened before like i feel like the the formula the of the matches has gotten a little repetitive in the yeah. sense that it's like you know the face will start off and you know do something crazy but then Shayna will like attack a body part and that body part will kind of hinder their offense a little bit 
and then the face will fight back and, you know, almost win, but then she gets caught in the finisher with, you know, her uh, her lock, and then they lose. They either pass out or they tap. Yep. So, like, I feel like that's basically what happens in every Shayna match. And I'll I don't say, know. I'll say the only difference is they had uh, Io's sexy ass in there. So, you know, yo, yeah, talk yeah, about I mean, how beautiful Io is, man. Io, Io's bad. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you continue, continue. Yeah, shit, nah, you know, it was definitely bad. But um, uh, you know, I guess the 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 only interesting tidbit, you know, you had like some interference in there with um, you know, her lackeys, and then uh, what's her name? Uh, Candice LeRae came out and I like tried to hold them back, and then at the end of the match when EO lost. Uh, she basically just went on a tirade and took a kendo stick in a chair, and she fucked up um, Shayna. Yo, that was a dope spot though. Like the yeah, um, the chair. Yeah, it was like a um, moonflip, like, like from the like with the uh, chair, like mm-hmm. as she was holding it, and she like performed it onto like Shayna, and that shit looked like it hurt a lot. Yeah, yeah, she was definitely feeling that, but um. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know where this is going necessarily. Like, I keep I was thinking about, like, who who has had a shot. And I guess since nobody else has done it, it's just going to be what is it going to be? Candace is Candace going to be the one who's going to take it from her. And I was like, well, I, I, I could see that. I would be a little bit like, I, I, you know, they, they haven't really done much to to kind of set that up yet. Yeah, but, I- I, can't I feel see like it. if it's not gonna be EO, it's gonna be Candace. Because yeah. like, if it's not Candace, who else is it gonna be? Because yeah. it's not gonna be Bianca. Because like, I feel like her. She she could. Uh, what'd you call it? Let it go. Like. Uh, oh, like, like the Viking Raiders, Raiders or whatever yeah. the fuck yeah, their like, name is or the weakest Viking Raiders. <laughs> Who who I remind I was reminded about when I was watching the tag team match because I was like oh yeah I forgot about the Viking Raiders that haven't been on TV in a few weeks after all this fiasco with their names and the titles they just haven't been on TV. I have issues with everything as far as that goes. You haven't seen a tag team like the Raw tag team um which is a writer and um yeah it's like what the fuck is WWE doing right now like. It's the it's the fucking rule that the, wild card rule, right? Wild card fucking everything up. Everybody's but, mad about it. But I guess we'll talk more about that later on. So, I guess um, continuing on, uh, what was the uh, next match? I think the next was just the main event. The main event, yeah. Yeah. Which was uh, uh, Adam Cole versus Johnny. Adam Cole also had win face. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, especially with uh, my man. Um, damn, I wish From, I remember um, his Josiah name right now. Something. Yeah, yeah Josiah. Yo, that was dope. Like when he performed that song, like the yeah. way he, like his energy, like just going around Adam Cole as he was walking to the ring. Yeah, I really dug that song a lot. Like, um, damn, it made me want to w- listen to like his a uh, couple of the songs he has going on too. So. He he performed at Wallet Mania. Yeah, he did. He was pretty dope yeah, I there think too. He did the Adam Cole version there. But yeah, it's it's cool. It's interesting that they hired him because like I think they hired him to do some backstage stuff, but I didn't know they would have him do entrances also. And I'm I'm glad people received it well because I felt like you know people might 
be assholes because like, like, you know, like Billy Graham, like uh, Billy yeah, Graham. But the, like, yeah. <laughs> but the way that, the way that I see it, they played the Undisputed Era song literally two times that same pay per view, so people will be okay with one of them being different. But I'm I'm fine with that because I I feel like they have probably my, one of my favorite entrance themes right now, which is the other sad part because I'm like yeah if they fuck up Undisputed Era like it's gonna happen man, uh, anyway anyway let's let, let's let's not think let's, about the future yeah, let's, right let's, now yeah let's um, let's stay in the match so. the, the the match uh that it, it was intense it was um, uh okay the, I, I I like this one a lot better than the. Two out of three falls match. Another barn burner. Yeah, yeah. Because I like the two out of three falls match. It was just like it, they just all just kicked out each other's finishes about a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, feel, I felt like this match they did a better job about saving certain finishes. Like they did use finishers toward the end, but mm-hmm. uh, they they kind of spared them a bit more than they did the last one. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember seeing the meme of like who kicks out the finishers more, Johnny Gargano or John Cena. Uh huh. Like, <laughs> who do you think won that? That's funny. I mean, Cena. Cena has to, but just by proxy, like he's been in the company for twelve years. Like he has twelve years more finishers than Johnny Gargano does. Oh yeah. Uh, what you call it? What what has happened? Uh, yeah, I like the story. Of the match, Johnny Gargano working on uh, Adam Cole's arm and shit, you know, mm-hmm. so that he can hit the Gargano escape, which I just understood a couple of days ago. I told Kenny about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I get it, Gargano escape. Oh, see, oh, see, see, you too. <laughs> but what you call? It? I was gonna say too, like, um, as he was working on uh, Gargano's leg. Um, pretty much, I think he performed a Gargano escape, mm-hmm. but like he, like, I think he sat like, uh, almost like Indian style where he propped up his other leg on top of like, like he propped up his injured leg on top of his, um, left leg. I think it was just so he get more pressure on the, um, the submission hold. I was like, shit, I don't see that a lot of times in wrestling as well too, because a lot of times when someone like is supposed to be hurt quote-unquote, um, they they pretend like, you know, they can work through the injury and, you know, it's just all adrenaline that's getting past it. But he worked it into the point of, like, you know, he was able to do the maneuver while saying, hey, I'm still injured, so let me show everyone else that I'm still injured as well, too. And I thought that was, like, a pretty good, uh, you know, way to go about doing the submission. Yeah. Um... Yeah. But I, I I also like Adam Cole trying to his hardest to get the damn uh, Panama City Sunrise on him. Yeah. When he hit on the outside, I was like, oh shit! I was like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I I liked it though. But I th- I thought that was the good story of you know Adam Cole trying to hit that finish. Well, I mean, I it's think, basically I, a setup to the. Yeah. Huh? No, I, I was no, I was, you finish. No, I was just, I was just saying I like that you know. You know, that Adam Cole was trying, and he basically was trying to do the whole shit by himself without having yeah. Undisputed ever come in, which they could came in anyway because they was all fucked up. 
Yeah, <laughs> but that's basically that's that's basically what I was gonna say is like yeah. the, my favorite thing about it is that like even though he kind of used heel tactics to win, he didn't actually get help. Like he actually did it himself. It's just like, you know, he kind of took advantage of the fact that he knows that Johnny Gargano is expecting a run in. Um, to to kind of work in his favor, but the fact that he won it on his own was still, you know, it was a nice change of pace compared to how things usually go for Adam Cole. So it, it made it even more deserved, you know. No, definitely. So, but yeah, I, I was definitely happy with that event overall. Like the, like every match was exciting. Like I guess like the. The worst match on the card for me was probably the women's match, but only because it was a match that technically we've seen already. Yeah, like that formulaic style. Yeah. But um, you know, every you know, like it, it, again, it was just it was proof that you know NXT, you know, rarely puts on a mediocre um event. Like this is definitely you know the match quality is up there. They had you know they did some great storytelling. The the right people won, and. You know, it, it's, you know, it was good. It was a, kind of like a good, subtle response to um, Double or Nothing because, you know, for, for people who might have said that, you know, WWE is incapable of putting on a good show, even though that's like completely false. Um, but it's a good thing for them to say, hey, like, this is, like, I think they even said when they were, uh, like, on the commentary about, you know, this is the, the definitive, like, alternative programming. It's like, like I feel like they feel like NXT is more of a direct competitor to New Japan and uh, and AEW and all that than the main roster shit is. So you know, it's interesting. It's just like it's only sad when you realize that a lot of these people are going to be gone, probably in mediocrity for one reason or another. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, like, uh, we're just going to ride it out until shit happens. <laughs> yeah, I man. Guess. Um, yeah, so did y'all see the news about the, the next NXT UK show? Nah. Okay, so the day is happening. It's, it's going to be on August uh, 31st, I believe. But that same, uh, yeah. that same day, New Japan has a show in London. And that's... Uh, AEW all out. Oh, so that's <laughs> so that same. But Triple H said that they had that venue booked, uh, for that day since uh, before Mania. That's what he says. So I was like, oh, right. but yeah. So that's when the next NXT. Pretty UK. interesting. But I mean, also NXT UK is gonna be like three or four hours before the AEW event anyway. So. But a lot yeah, of wrestling so, in one day. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's cool. Um, yeah, so any uh, thoughts before we head out? Um, no, did y'all I talk mean, about how ugly that fucking 24-7 belt was? Uh, I, don't, I think so. I think we, I think we did, did the last yeah. episode. Because that's an ugly-ass belt. Like, I'm sorry. I, I yeah. had to get my thoughts out there. Yeah. It was like pieces. I, I, I guess while you're on the the, the 24/7, but we should mention that like I guess an hour ago while we were recording, they put up a video where our truth both lost and regained the 24/7 <laughs> belt. 
So basically, like our truth, our truth and Carmela were in a at a golf course, and our truth is getting ready to golf, and then he gets out, and then Jinder Mahal attacks him from the back and pins him. A ref comes out of nowhere, he pins him one, two, three, and then he wins, and then Carmela gets in front of Jinder Mahal like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then our truth rolls him back up, and then he wins it again. And then Art Carmelo runs into the golf cart, and R Truth hangs onto the back, and he she just drives away while he's dragging on the back of the cart. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so, yes, the the twenty four seven belt in R Truth's hands is is gold. That yeah, it is. I, I want to see more shit like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like they, at least they're you know they're starting to dip their fingers in it. But I want to see like if, if, to me it's not going to be real until it happens like on the live stream, like when you're not expecting it. You know, like remember remember like on up up down down that that one time where they were streaming a game and then Dolph Ziggler kicked somebody in the middle of the stream and everybody's like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> like that, like that's kind of what I want to happen. Where it's like, oh, they're they're streaming something, and then all of a sudden, our truth runs by, and you know, they, they have a twenty four seven match just like right there. That would be pretty dope. You know, but uh, yeah. So that, that that's one good thing about WWE. Um, I, I don't know if you want like, well, we, we could talk about this aside, but um, I really like the. Bray Wyatt stuff. I think oh, it's very tragic yeah. in a way. Like my my like just really quick. My favorite thing about that shit is how Sister Abigail is kind of like in limbo, trying to be free, and he just won't let her go. <laughs> yeah. That's the precedent. That fuck. shit is like actually <laughs> yeah. kind of deep, you know. Like that shit is dark. <laughs> That's dark as hell, yo. She's like, Man. She's like, like the, the the thing that makes it funny is that it's like in Bray Wyatt's voice, like he's doing the voiceover. Yeah. He's like, "Man, I'm tired. I just want to be free. Why would you let me go?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, but yeah, that like, shit yo, is crazy." <laughs> all his like extra personalities, like Rambo and Rabbit, or like the Vulture, where it's just like you know how he like puts on the mask and he's like one guy, then like he's like um. Like the all friendly guys, like another character, and then like yeah, the other character is like in his voice or so. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of interested to see where his character go as far as like what he's gonna do with it. Like when it comes I mean, to wrestling, I'm, but I'm very I, I I yeah. What were you gonna say, Quam? No, I didn't say nothing. Oh no, I, I was just thinking like I feel like as soon as it gets on TV and starts wrestling people, it's gonna considerably get less interesting but i'm enjoying the ride that's all i can say especially with the kids too like none of them are smiling or anything like that yeah that was fire so it's it's a it's a really strong build-up but yeah i'm i'm really interested to see what their will they'll go next as far as like his character goes yeah but that's it that's all i have to talk about I'm good now. Yeah, me too with the ugly-ass belt that they have going on. But, you know, <laughs> besides that, uh, yeah. W is just like, you know, it's like so many issues I could bring up, like we just mentioned before with the whole wild card rule and how people probably want to jump shit because, like, they're either not getting the exposure that they need to or that, like, it, it, it's just really it's depressing like, to sure. like, be working someplace like that and then yeah. you can't, like, and it sucks because it's like, you know, you need the exposure so that you can sell merch and shit like that. 
you know, and you know, and it's like they, they just they just dropped the ball on so many things, man. They really did. They, like it's a podcast I listen to, and they they say all the time they say, yo, they have a license to print money with having all four having four members of the club on their roster, and they won't do shit with them. It's crazy. So, but yeah. Anyway, but you know the, the second game of NBA Finals about to start. Uh, yeah, so y'all got I guess we could call it call it here. Yeah, this episode is officially at. Uh, where is it? Oh, okay, yeah, I'll do it later. Anyway, yeah, it's at two hours. All right, so all right, y'all ready? Yep. yep. Yo, enjoyed myself. Thank you guys very much for the invite. It was definitely fun. So, no problem, man. Yeah. I appreciate you coming through. Uh, JD, you got anything to say before we go? Nope. Well I, well, I guess we'll see if anybody gets released, and then we'll have another thing to talk about. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Alright, yeah. For for my homie JD and for my 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 brother, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, it's Old Damn Dell, Smart Mentality Podcast. Peace out.